The traffic. I can't read The boss. The baby. The dog. That does it. Calgon, take me away. Lose your cares in the luxury of a Calgon bath. Calgon softens the water to leave skin feeling silky smooth as it lifts your spirits. The soft, luxurious, fragrant world of Calgon. I love it. Pamper yourself with a Calgon bath. Lose yourself in luxury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps, and joining me, Druid, buddy, how are you doing today? Um, well, I've had a great day, and it was made better. Um, I was surfing the internet on my work computer today during uh, scheduled working hours, I might add, and I went onto the website linktr.ee forward slash Ginger Talks. <laughs> And the wonders found within that link, you would not believe, made my day a shitty day, I must say. Made my day a whole bunch better. I was able to buy merch. I was able to go on official website and see photos of uh, two wonderful podcast hosts. Podcast hosts. Apparently we're cats uh, I now. I just, okay. I've just fucked up. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've just fucked up the intro. Um, nothing new there. So, yeah, I guess I'm fine. Oh, good. Uh, look, look forward to a, another fruitful day of recording. Uh, fantastic. Druid Towers is on fire. Oh, shit. Well, I'm definitely, uh, definitely glad that we are getting this uh, recording in today because we're having uh, someone on that we haven't, I we haven't talked about a ton until recently. Listeners of the podcast know Fatal, and we talked about our current guest for this episode, the wonderful Cal Gore. Cal, how you doing today, buddy? Well, let me just say that you really know how to make a girl blush wonderful. I mean, I don't know that I'd go that far, but hello, everybody. Listen, I got to butter you up somehow. (laughs) Speaking of cats, the cats out of the back, Cal Gore is a a, a radiance of uh, human experience put on to... Put into binary code through your computer that you can watch live on twitch.tv and uh, just japes abound from this guy. Uh, very excited <laughs> to have him on. Again, happy to be here. So, uh, just trying to see if there's another way we could frame this and just compliment him again. <laughs> we could talk about me, his it, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm doing, buddy? Um, <laughs> No, You're getting out of your comfort zone now. Here we go. Because we can't have you having uh, hotter questions and even hotter wings. We just do it but with like hot takes about your stream. That's the whole idea of the podcast. Oh. Oh, I'm, down. I'm, all, I'm all about the hot takes. <laughs> we might well, not hot have hot wings, later. but oh boy, do we have hot takes. The, the hot takes come later when I start getting feisty. Oh, perfect. <laughs> but perfect. Uh, love, love a good hot take. Oh. I'm great at it. Uh, so, Cal, for those of you, who, for those of the listeners who don't know who you are, uh, you are a streamer. Uh, I am. And you are a, a faceless streamer. Uh, so we cannot confirm if you have legs. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me look. Yeah, I got legs. <laughs> okay, sick. Uh, oh, he's got legs, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> that's a stream with fucking legs. It's like it's like one of those fucking space pods from War of the Worlds, man. They are all legs. <laughs> well, I, I mean, in something similar, I, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but I am six foot ten. 
And so I have, I have, I have legs, very, very long legs. Fuck, cow. (laughs) Yeah. So instead of a gamer chair, Cal actually has to use Game of Thrones Iron Throne. (laughs) I wish maybe maybe if I use the Iron Throne, I'd be able to get my legs under my desk. (laughs) You're Cal Gore's bastard, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and so Cal, it's funny because anybody who's here from my stream would know you from very few specific places because we don't actually stream together. We have, or we have, but it's been months. We don't like we're in each other's chats a little bit, but we met through fatal. And I believe Lou uh, playing hunt. (laughs) Yeah, it was, I was trying to remember when you were, when you were, as you were bringing it up, it was either hunt or it was like a duck, duck goose game. So, or, or Goose Goose Duck. One, uh, I think it was one of those two. It was Hunt, because around the time you started playing with Lou and Fatal, I was also playing. So there were times oh, when that's right. you and I would play with Fatal when Lou yes. couldn't join or Lou had dipped. And yep. the thing that I love about like us all playing Hunt is both you and Fatal and, and, and Lou... Y'all know more about the guns. I'm like, cool, let me just sh- aim my boomstick. It uses this kind of ammunition, and I want to make the heads go pop. <laughs> it just it just tell me where to shoot. I just yeah. want to... <laughs> boom, dead. Next one. Boom, dead. Next one. That's all I wanted. And y'all are like <laughs> calling out guns and shit, and I'm just like, hello? Hi, I'm here. Where are yeah. we going? What's happening? I'm- I'm helping. I'm integral to the team. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 and and I think Fatal's even more on top of that than I am. Like you'll you'll hear a shot rip out in the distance, and it'll be like, "That's a Winfield for sure." And I'm like, "I barely heard that, my guy." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking wild. And then we ended up playing uh, Goose Goose Duck a little bit, yep. and then you guys stayed on Hunt and. I stepped away from Hunt, and I don't remember why, but I stepped away from Hunt, and now it's just like we cross paths occasionally, and we're just like, ah, yes, hello, how are you? <laughs> how? It's like, how are the kids? How's the wife? What's up? And <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and I, I think that's, I, I think that's kind of, you know, a reoccurring theme. I think with just like streaming generally is the idea of like forming these like little microcosm groups you know Mm -hmm. what i mean where like the people who you interact with regularly are you know kind of your core group and every everybody outside that well you still interact with them you still you have that moment like you said of how are the kids how are things (laughs) right what's new and you're you know so yeah i i comes with the territory unfortunately i feel yeah well and you stream later because you are two time zones away from me. And so like I'm wrapping up stream and you've been started for maybe a couple of hours and you're going to go for a while. And I'm like, hello, I'm dropping off my community and I'm going to chat for a few minutes and then I'm going to eat a snack and get in bed. Thanks buddy. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Which is funny because this is how we met Cal, right? Uh, because this might surprise you to learn this is that I have all, I quite often don't know the guests before they come on the show 
And you are an outlier because I think you're in the top percentile of people I've actually interacted with more than maybe once or twice. We've interacted a few times. Yeah, so yeah. I was really excited to just not be on the back foot, um, even though we've never spoke to each other in voices. So I hope that the voice, uh, the gravitas of the voice is living up to the dream of the text-based buffoonery that I've delivered to you on so many occasions. It, it, it does not, it does not disappoint. <laughs> when you said it does not there, my heart sank. You would not believe. <laughs> the, uh, uh, oh, what a, what a relief. <laughs> the, yeah. And that's the, I mean, I think for me, that's something that I'm, trying to work on is figuring out a time that works a little better mm -hmm. because I, I, I do feel like I've, I've, you know, and I've started making things start earlier and end earlier in, in this case for the moment, for a reason beyond my control, but right. you go with it. Um, the thing that I find is that I, I, I start and run too late for people in say North America, mm -hmm. but I end too early for the UK and Europe. So right. I'm kind of in this like weird stage of like, if you're a night owl, then you're probably going to hang out. But like, if you're on like a regular schedule of any form, I'm probably going to miss you. And so right. I, I, you know, for obvious reasons, I'm trying to fix that and, and change that, which takes yeah. a little bit of tweaking, but you know, yeah, which says a lot about how our interactions have played out because I think you start when I'm really at the point where I should have been in bed for maybe five hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it is difficult. Like I have friends in just about every section of the world. So mm -hmm. like I get people who pop, who are only able to pop in for like 30 minutes at the end of my stream. And I'm like, like, sorry, I couldn't be here earlier. And I'm like, no sleep human be, be human. Don't worry about me. I appreciate you coming in. I appreciate your support, but like, Nah, fam, you do what you got to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, but do you think when you build that relationship, though, you know, you come on a few times when maybe free time's a little bit more of an option, and then you're like, hey, my planet needs me all of a sudden, then you do feel like a level of guilt of like, well, this is this is now a relationship. I need to maintain the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and I I know I always kind of you know feel i guess a little weird about that in 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 some ways because i'll have people who will come in and be like hey like sorry i'm late and i'm just like cool you know like i <laughs> right. like i don't mean it like yeah. dismissively cool but it's like you've got your own thing going like yeah i'm just here like if you're late you're late like take care of the you first you know what i mean yeah I needed to hear that so bad. And that's the Ginger Talks podcast, everybody. I'm going to bed. Ah, thanks for coming. I'll see you think next time. The, thanks for you having me. As, as an educator, think of the children losing out on an education tomorrow. <laughs> I try I'm recording the podcast I again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even think about them when I'm there. So that's, <laughs> think, that's think, think of the children. <laughs> Outside school hours? Nah. We're going to wake up in five hours' time to educate them thoroughly. Yeah. Uh, not really not really five hours, by the way. I'm not that fucking reckless. <laughs> well and like, I, can hear, I can hear that silence like, oh my god, like who is trusting this guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no. Well, like, and that's the thing, is time zones as a streamer just f fuck you. Like, I mean, because I'm looking at my 
Twitch right now, and for me it's 4.40 p.m., and I have less than 10 people online. And granted, I follow quite a few people, but when I look at that list in the evening and it's like 35, 40 people, I'm like, fuck, no wonder it's so hard to maintain like any sort of larger viewership. Good thing I don't care about that because yeah. holy fuck. Well, and the thing that's always wild to me too is, is, and again, this, this isn't a statement of, oh, you only need to focus on my, ch- my channel type thing. But like when you have people who are like, oh, I'm active in 10 stream chats right now. You're like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, I can barely keep two on the rails. Right. I cannot keep two on the, on the go. But I you, mean, let's be honest. I can't keep a lot on the rails anyway, but like, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like one of those, uh, what's it? Those fucking, you know, remote control cars on the mm. track. Yeah. They never work like the ads, right? They're no. always like veering off. Right. And they're so like, sensitive too. you like, you just, you, you're like, okay, this will make them go slowly. And yeah. You just tap the trigger and snowflakes. Boom, it's like, yeah. It's like off in your China cabinet or something like that. You're like, oh shit, that didn't work. Right. Yeah. How many kids disappointed on Christmas morning? Uh, millennial children disappointed by that, like fucking <laughs> setup. Yeah, I see. I never yeah, got really shit derailed. Like that. It really derailed no. the spine of that conversation. I'm I so never sorry. got much like, like the cars themselves. I I never got shit like that as a kid. So like, as much as I loved like playing with my brother's Hot Wheels and shit, like we never got super fancy stuff like that. Like if it took batteries, we probably didn't get it. <laughs> so, right. well, so now I feel like the fucking bourgeois. I mean, See, so that's fantastic. <laughs> we were we were lucky enough growing up that like, you know, not that it was necessarily gifted to us, but like, you know, my dad had a had one of the slot car tracks, and my you know, and also had a little bit of a, a train set that sometimes you know he'd set up and you could screw around with or or mm. whatever. Nothing nothing crazy, but just like a small oval or whatever. And every single time you you're like you're 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 going through it slowly. You're like okay, nice speeds. We're getting the corners, then you think, but how fast can I go? Right. And then just like every like two and a half seconds, like a car is just flying off the tracks. And finally it's like, you're, you guys are done. You're done. It's, but we're making the cars hit the wall. You're not supposed to. You're done. You're, you're finished. I'm, I'm going to actually edit that. So you're talking to a sex therapist instead of talking about remote control cars. <laughs> I'm just veering veering off the tracks, man. I'm just, I'm just veering off the, I'm just veering off the tracks continually. I'm trying to keep it in the straight and narrow and then boom, I'm just banging on a wall. (laughs) And then I'm going to edit in Ginger going like, we didn't get fancy stuff like that when we were kids. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, oh, sorry, you didn't get the reticulated Lotus for the rest of us. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this after to make sure what we talked about is actually what I'm responding to. Yeah, yeah. No, I, you know, I, I, I wish I had the attention span for that, but that's that <laughs> ship has far sailed. As listeners of the podcast will know, that maybe the editing could be a little bit better. But hey, I'm giving it my, I'm giving it the old college try. Oh God! <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes that's all you really want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, could make I, this better, or I could call it a day. I mean, I did <laughs> drop out of college, so it kind of makes sense. <laughs> Oh, we've got Kanye West with us right now. Um, I'm more stable than Kanye, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take much. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> totally. Uh, it really the, government, the government's against me. Okay, Kanye. Yeah. All right, dude. You know, if it, is, is there any more low-hanging fruit while we're in the introduction portion of this episode? I mean, <laughs> Napoleon. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I was like, hey, Pete, Pete, Come on. Pete, Pete Davidson sure looks weird, eh? Listen. Pete Davidson always looks weird, though. I mean, that's just his natural state, and I've come yeah. to accept it. Yeah, you just kind of go with it. Oh, it would, you see him every so often. Not that I watch a lot of Saturday Night Live, but every so often he shows up on Weekend Update, and you're just like, "What the hell are you wearing, Pete? Is that a, is, is 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 that a was that hoodie designed that way, or did you just take a, a preschool parachute and just so, stitch it together?" Yeah, he looks like he actually looks like an extra in Back to the Future Two when they go to like 2017 or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, you can always imagine that uh, 3D holographic Jaws movie poster, Jaws Nine, um, <laughs> like coming in and eating him up. A bit. But then comes to the realization it was just Kim K <laughs> dressing up for the Met Gala. Oh boy, the Kardashians are just a whole. They're just a whole thing, dude. I like mad respect for the business mind of those people. However, what the actual fuck? <laughs> so, like, here's here's my thing with it as I slowly slide out the soapbox. So, <laughs> the, the, the thing that's wild to me is, don't get me wrong, I understand that, you know, I'm sure to get to the degree that they are right now, there's some degree of, of business sense. But, like, at the same time, it kind of kicks into that thing. It's like, yeah, sure, we can say that... that you know, I'm just throwing out a number. I don't know if this is actual value, but like, sure, we can say that like you're a self-made billionaire, let's say. But it's like, let's be honest. You have a business team running it, and you started with a substantial amount of money to begin with. So it's like, good on you, but like, I don't care. Right. I absolutely hate uh, that. Like, all it took was a, a sex tape and her family money uh yeah well put it that way. if you think about it it's like it's like a marvel what if episode about pamela anderson and tommy lee where yeah. here's what happens when the woman took the money instead because ray j's dick is getting like no none of that fucking like sex type money right i he- Oh, he was hoping it was going to boost him up a little bit, and everybody's just like, "Nah, Ray J, we ain't interested. We ain't interested, dude. There's, we're here for another reason." Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. actually really interesting to me to see the 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 Kardashians then to the Kardashians now mm-hmm. because they're two completely different beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and tube top, one word, tube tops. Oh, tube tops. Two words. Mm. I'm, I'm putting tube hyphenated. Tops one word. Let's hyphenate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, like a, a double-barreled surname. Yeah, so it's like two words, but it's still one word. It works. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad so, you Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I'm just, um, I'm the safety net. I'm here to save the day. Every so often. I'd try a superhero landing, but my knees would blow out. Um, Same. The, <laughs> the, the thing is that, it, yeah, it's really interesting to see kind of where... Um, where their father wanted the trajectory of the family to go, you know, juxtaposed with the the trajectory that the mother has mm-hmm. uh, has has t- 
taken the family on, um, to my knowledge, out of spite. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Which is just, it's wild to me. You literally, like, ruined your kids. I mean, what do I know? I'm just I'm just some asshole on the internet, but, like... Oh, better, better the Jenna you know. Dude. <laughs> okay, so I'm not gonna lie. I just looked up Pete Davidson on uh, and Google Image Search, because I haven't seen pictures of him recently, because... Um, Does he still look the same as he did five years ago? Uh, Yeah, his eyes are a little less dark, but they are more (laughs) wrinkled. So, (laughs) but I stumbled across photos of his tattoos. Oh, which are terrible, by the way. Dude, like there's a couple on the back that are beautiful. And, you know, those are the ones that he got after he got money. Right, 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 right. Most of his tattoos don't look great. And it makes uh, me kind of sad. By the way, the worst celebrity tattoos of all time, Ed Sheeran. (gasps) I haven't seen this. Oh, my God. Ed Sheeran looks like a fucking third grade coloring book. It's absolutely crazy. (gasps) What the fuck? Ed Sheeran's tattoos are an absolute, you know, a travesty. Uh, And even the artist that uh, fucking... Adorn them on his body is like come out and said like, "Hey guys, I don't want to be." You know, he's like, "I'll I'll stop taking free stuff if you take my name off that shit because it's so bad." Well, I Dude. think I think for me, one of the things about like Ed Sheeran's tattoos again, I I will say that a lot of this is all based on glances because I don't really keep up with like celebrity culture a lot because at the end of the day, personally, I don't really care. Right. But the, the few, the, the few times that I have seen, um, Ed Sheeran's tattoos is you, you just kind of think, and, and I feel like this is the way with a lot of celebrities. It's like, you have the money. Could you not afford a semi competent tattoo artist because the, the to me the way a lot of ed sheeran's looks is i know he's got like a big line or something in the middle of his chest that looks a little nah. it looks but so it's like bad. every everything has just kind of been like thrown on there you know what i mean there's no rhyme yeah. or reason or or mm-hmm. consistency to any to anything it's just like you've got I don't, I don't know you have a lion on your chest and below it is the apple logo i don't know like why like why like where was where was the thought on that and and i'm not that's not to say that all tattoos or, or, you know, full, full size pieces or whatever need to have planning and order to them. But like something, you know what I mean? Well, you know, he's got that vibe where it's like, he went into the tattoo shop and he brought his reference photo was one of those like rugs that you had as a kid that had like a city scene with like roads on it. (laughs) Yeah. That you could like move your toy cars on. But yep. It's like he went in with that and he was like, "Hello, I'm Ed Sheeran. I'd like this, please." And then, and then he goes and gets it. And uh, we because he has so much money that we have to just come to accept it as being high fashion. He he went. Have you ever seen those old photos of like Halloween costumes from like the 1920s and they just look super creepy and distorted? Yes. Yeah, it's like he went in with one of those photos, but of a lion, and he's like, I want this on my chest. And they're like, you know, we have photos of a lion, right? And he's like, no, no, this. I want right, this right specific one. I want yeah, this yeah. specific. It's the, it's the Liger from Napoleon, but uh, fucking Dynamite, not better part. Sorry. I... Not opening that kind of worms again. Well, and like, I'm looking, so there's a, a YouTuber whose tattoos I really, really like. And they are all pop culture. They are all, you know, 
they they have very much to do with what he does and it's cinnamon toast ken he's got a a tattoo on his arm of princess peach with tiggle bitties full nip like it, the the nips are covered but you can uh, see him not- and mario like coming out of her cleavage and like but the the way these tattoos are done are fucking gorgeous He's got. Uh, he sure, he sure his dad isn't. He sure his dad isn't fucking Judd Apatow. What is that? Well, and this is a tattoo that Ken got a while ago. Like Ken has had this tattoo for a long time, but like his tattoos look—they're be- beautifully colored. They still hold up, and I would I, say that the Princess Peach tattoo is probably six, seven, eight years old somewhere in that ballpark and he is like it still looks just as good as it did when he when he got it in my opinion uh, he's gonna hope that the egyptian gods aren't real because anubis is gonna weigh his heart and it won't work right it's 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 interesting to see too like i'm just i'm fl- i'm just flipping through the through his tattoos on google here but it's always interesting to me to see a tattoo, like a tattoo artist versus like a tattoo artist. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's like, it's one of those things where like, I mean, obviously each to their, you know, each to their own financial level. But like, if I was to ever get tattoos, I would if, if, like, if I'm going to spend money anywhere, it would be to, to fork out money for a proper tattoo. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like something where, where the artist has a track record or, or, you know, they specialize in whatever, because like the last thing you want is to like put out, say $300 to get a, nah, all right tattoo, or I could put out 450 and get a really great tattoo. You know what I mean? And right. I know nothing about tattoo prices. Like that's just me throwing, throwing shit out there, but the- I really can't wait to hear you shout out the podcast on LA Inc. after hearing <laughs> that. Well, so the <laughs> dagger that I have on my forearm that was a $200 tattoo and it took with setup and tear down about an hour and a half. Um, and that artist is typically 150 to $200 an hour. Yeah. And he did a really good job. I, there are a couple little things that I'm not super pleased with, but they're things that could be touched up and fixed. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of, of scarring from where my tattoo got caught in the healing process. Oh, so there's nothing that can be done about it and you don't notice it until you actually look at it. But the, the lettering that I have just above it was 75 bucks because it was done by an apprentice who Mm. was an award winning apprentice. It took her 20 minutes, but she had to charge us her full hour rate. Because that's how that shit works. It's it's really it's really interesting to me. Again, I'm not super into to tattoo culture aside from like looking at it, but mm. it it is interesting to me to those who who follow the unspoken rule set of tattoos. Like it's really interesting to see the 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 do's and the don'ts from the artist perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. how those are followed and, and what following those, those, you know, rules are not results in. I had a, I had a, a person who I'd known at one point and they had some really, really nice tattoos and they had a, a, a really, really nice, it was like a zombie geisha. 
Ooh. that looked re- that looked it was really it was really 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 well done but it wasn't colored and it wasn't even fully lined out yet like the you know like it, i you know if it's say like a head and torso it'd be like to the head and the shoulders was lined out and uh i said oh are you going to get that finished and they said no i'm not and i'm like oh why and they had said well because it's 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 not really um polite to get another artist to finish another artist's work. Mm-hmm. And I I don't live where where this person, you know, who did the piece originally um is. So I can't I can't get it finished. And so it was it, it was super interesting to me to just because it makes sense that you wouldn't want somebody to finish your piece, but like just that idea of, you know, this is this is a a, a tattoo that is going to remain finished yet at the same time forever unfinished. And I thought that was just like a really interesting concept and idea to kind of like throw around. Yeah. So because it's, it's a piece of artwork for the artist, having someone like there are artists who like will get angry and blacklist a customer in their shop. If they get a tattoo covered, that was, done like it that they did and somebody else covered it like there's shit like that and i'm like i'm (laughs) like i go to artists who i will probably never see again Mm -hmm. i don't have any loyalty and allegiance but piercers are the same way that makes sense like body mod folks that's just what like that can be how they are. And I'm like, nah, fam, if I have the opportunity to get a tattoo, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you know, I'm 31 now. And, and at this point, like all of that makes so much more sense. And, 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 you know, as I've kind of learned slightly more about the culture, despite still not knowing a lot about it. Um, but like at the time when I asked that question, I think I was like, 14 mm-hmm. i think and i was talking i was talking to this person and it was like it just didn't compute at the time where it's like oh it's a tattoo if it's not colored you just go get it colored and then they're like no you can't do that and i'm like you know as time's gone on it's like oh that makes so much more like that makes so much sense you know why why didn't i f- figure that one out initially yeah it's like i love tattoos i definitely want to get more of them tattoos are fucking expensive and you've oh, yeah. got to be yeah. ready for that commitment. I've got none. I'll just come out and say it. I've but. I've always like kind of thought about it or played with the idea, but like my worry is that like I'll get something and then be like, "Man, I kind of hate this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, and so like I, I my, get exactly the same. Exactly. Like, the same. So my worry is that like as much as I I I would love a piece, let's say. And even if it was perfect, I'd I'd almost worry that like you'd get it, and then two weeks later you're like, nah, I kind of don't want this anymore. <laughs> All right, so million dollar question: If you were gonna get anything, what would you get? Just today, what would uh, you get today? Like if I if you're like you're getting one right oh. now, yeah, you go into um, the you go into the award winning apprentice like you're tattooing Galgo, my apprentice. Yeah, so I would get something super simple um but did either of you ever play bioshock 
No, uh, I wish. You, you, very, like, on the Xbox 360 many years ago, I played the first one. Yeah, that well, that's that's where it would be from. Um, Bio Bioshock is a is a game that for me is is phenomenal. It's one of my all time favorite series, and I think it was really the first time that that I kind of grasped the concept that games could tell really, really, really cool and deep stories. Mm-hmm. Um, not not that I hadn't you know been aware of that concept before, but this this Bioshock was one that really drove it home. Uh, I'm um, about to I'm about to call Articon and tell him about this. By the way, <laughs> and so if I was to get one right off the get go, it would be the there's a tattoo that the main character has, which is basically three chain links across each wrist. Mm. I would uh, probably do that as like a Bioshock nod. Uh, absolutely love the energy of getting a game tattoo. By the way, yeah, Fuck I mean, I I don't know if come I, on, I don't know if I'd ever go to the point of like getting like i don't know like random game characters tattooed on me yeah um, right. okay you know but i i the the other the other thing too is i'm a big fan of like very kind of i don't want to say like hyper realist but like very very clean smooth like colorful tattoos too mm-hmm. but like not colorful as in like here's the rainbow, but like a really nice like say three color palette. Like if you took something like Ooh. a like like a black, a red, and like a whitish gray, mm-hmm. like you know, and then kind of work that. Ooh, you're you're classy. You're acting yourself as being cl- like a class act, a classy guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> with the with the Bioshock bio tone. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I'll take it. <laughs> you know, yeah, take it where you can. Yeah. Think, so uh, yeah. Well, no. Carry on. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. So it would either be the 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 bio the the Bioshock one or a text of something, but I feel like text is just like to just get a tattoo that would be just like straight text is like a first one. You know what I mean? Is kind of like because especially if you're wanting to like you know say build sleeves or whatever. Well, now you have like this big chunk of text in the middle of something that you kind of have to figure out how you're going to work around. So I have yeah, I don't know if I'd go tech. I, it'd be the chain. Yeah. So, it'd so, be the chain link. So, yeah. So on your chest, it'll be the the quick fox jumps over the lazy dog in Comic Sans. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. If you're if you're if you're getting text based tattoos in anything other than Comic Sans, like I really question your ability to be a functioning adult. <laughs> We'll see. So there's my there's there's my tattoo it's, of like it's comic you, sans or nothing. You up spelt with the letter U with a question mark at the end with just like one twenty five underneath it, like just, as a text tattoo. Yeah, we're just we're we're that's just, that that's that you're you're telling me you're like besmirching that idea. Uh, I mean, you you up. You up question mark? Yeah, yeah. You up question mark and then under like oh well let's 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 go even further. I was saying one twenty four, let's like say like three, three thirty. Yeah, just like a really like degenerate hour, like one where yeah. nobody should nobody should be awake. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you yeah, can you lend me fifty bucks? And then like it's like four 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 ten in the morning. Yeah. Or or some or or you, you do something similar where it's like uh, you up followed by can you loan me fifty bucks followed yeah, by yeah, yeah, yeah. you you have been blocked by X contact you're like yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's not for it's not for drugs yeah that's definitely, uh, definitely it's, it's not for drugs it's definitely um, not for a pickup yeah yeah for sure I I know I, if I was to get a tattoo I'd get the Greek god Dionysus the god of fornication and wine mm-hmm. yeah 
like a bust of his head with like gra- with like a a garland on his head, like a like a headpiece with fucking grapes on it. That'd be my tattoo. I can did you see ever? That. Did you ever play Hades? Um, v- very briefly at a friend's house. They have very a. Ones. They have a. Uh, Taken some liberties with the character of Dionysus in, oh, in, it's great. in there, and he's got like this kind of like late forties, early fifties, like Frank Sinatra, like swagger to his voice, and he's mm-hmm. you're just like, that's what I imagine like a god of like wine and fornication to be. Oh yeah, right. you know he you he, he'll be like, he'll he'll, he'll he'll come in and be like, hey, how's it going, baby? And you're just like, yeah. Not that I can impersonate like Frank Sinatra really well. Because <laughs> yeah. it was atrocious the minute that left my mouth. I was like, no, this ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I I actually don't know what his speaking voice is like. Um, but fuck me. Like, you know, old, old Mickey Blue Eyes on the Vegas circuit. What yeah. a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Well, see, I my first tattoo was a script tattoo, and it was not in Comic Sans, so I'm already failing. But it, yeah, it was I'll, in, I'll forgive it, you it, on this one. It, uh, was, it was in it was in papyrus. No, <laughs> even better. God, fuck. But it's it's a very you know pretty pretty script, and it's just three words, and that's live, live, laugh love uh no go fuck yourself <laughs> uh, i wish i need a go fuck yourself tattoo <clears throat> there's a big old gfy but like i got it and i actually got it uh when i was in fargo in was it in 2020 i was in fargo for a convention and i was with some friends and we all three just we found walking appointments and we all went and got uh script tattoos they were all different, but I've got a sleeve planned for my other arms. Both of my tattoos are right next to each other on one arm, but I have like a chest piece planned, stuff for my legs, my right arm. I want a full sleeve. Like, but then I sit and I think about it. I'm like, fuck, this is like thousands of dollars. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do hear that once you uh, once you get your first tattoo, you're, oh. you're kind of bitten by the by the tattoo bug, and all you want is more tattoos. Oh, absolutely! I I want just more. Oh and my god! It's everybody. The yeah, everybody also assumes that I have more tattoos than I actually do, and they're like, "Wait, you're not covered?" And I'm like, "No, no, like I have two. I don't have more artificial holes in my head than real ones. Like it's I'm, I don't have a lot in the way of body mods. I would like more, but bro, that shit's expensive. <laughs> yeah. And what? I've got that ask for a 13, but they drew a 31 anxiety. Like <laughs> completely. I think that, I, I think that would be my only, I think that would be my only caveat of things that I not only because obviously there's things that you wouldn't get as tattoos to begin with, mm-hmm. but in, in the sensible world or sensible world of tattooing, I think the one thing that I'd probably avoid would be anything in like characters from anything, because my worry would be like, 
hey, I've got this really, I don't know, I'm just throwing out examples, but I got this really cool, like, character that means, like, power, and it's like, no, it actually means dog water, and you're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not fucking with that shit, because that's, uh... Well, the the worry with it is, like, I don't know if the tattoo arti- or artist knows or cares, and, like, if you take it to somebody, and you're like... You know, like say you say you have a friend who who you know speaks whatever language you're 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 getting your tattoo in, and you're like, is this accurate? Like my worry would be like they're like, oh yeah, it's accurate, <laughs> loser. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Where, they, where they'd be like, oh yeah, it's accurate, and then here I am thinking I have a tattoo that says power, and it actually says like tuna fish sandwich, right? Just for the meme, and they're like, hey, remember that tattoo you had me translate? And you're like, yeah, you're a dick, right? I mean, you know, a uh, special level in hell reserved to that artist, I must say. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I really wanted tranquility in uh, kanji on my back, but it's actually an order for duck soup. <laughs> but I've seen that shit. Like, I had a friend who who's a piercer, and so in her shop, she was the only piercer, and they had three tattoo artists. And, uh, like, people were coming in and they had their own, like, kanji symbols and shit like that. And the artists would just stop and they'd Google on the computer and they'd see the variety of responses. And they're like, no. But the horror stories of people coming in to get shit covered up because, like they just got absolutely fucked. There was a tattoo artist that was there for the 50 bucks and that was it. Like, mm-mm. so I have a, I have a cover up story. Oh yes. If you'd like to hear a great <laughs> tattoo cover up story. Yeah. This um, is where, I, this is where I edit in uh, a news report of the water gang scandal. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Nixon has been, no, um, the so my mom and a friend of hers uh were off on a on a girl's trip at one point and my mom's friend was going to get a tattoo now as she's in the chair she's she's talking to the guy and the tattooist tells this story he had a couple come in and they said we really want to get our names tattooed like each other's names tattooed on us and he says i have a policy i don't do names because nothing good comes of it. Um, you know, and I'll see the person two weeks later and they'll be say, they'll, they'll say, you know, get rid of it. He says, it's, it's not what I'm doing. Right. And, uh, they, they said, all right, fine. And then they left, come back, you know, the next day or a day later, same couple saying, we, we really, we understand your concern. We're fine. Like we, you know, we want our names tattooed. And they persisted enough that eventually said, he said, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll tattoo your names. I, I want you to know that I don't agree with this, but I, I will do it. Mm-hmm. And so I can't remember if they were, they were married or engaged or, you know, what the deal is. But obviously they're at a level in the relationship where they're like, hey, I want your name on my body forever. So he does the names. A week later, the guy comes into the shop and he says, I want the, we, we broke up. I, I don't care what you have to do. I don't care how you cover it up. I, I want this name off my body. Oh, no. And oh. He, had, he, he, has, he has his moment of, I told you. Like, I, I told you this was going to happen. And so he gives the man a tattoo, covers it up. The guy likes it. He leaves. 
the woman comes in a few days later, later, same thing. I want this tattoo gone. I don't care what you have to do. I don't care how you cover it up. I just, we broke up. I don't want this, the, this guy's name on me anymore, mm-hmm. which I should say, as I, as I tell this story, I realize how it said, sounds like it, it's like a setup for a punchline and it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> and then the man walked into the no much like the tale itself a fading romance yeah <laughs> and so and so she says I don't care what you have to do just get it off me I, I want it gone so he says okay no problem and he covers it up with a tattoo the same tattoo that he gave the guy pre- the, the, her, her former yes. partner and it's just like, my dude, that is a hell of a cover-up story. I yeah. love that. <laughs> because, because like, in my mind, like, obviously they don't know, but they'll come a day, who knows, in passing, where, where you know, maybe their paths in life cross again, even briefly, and they're like, hey, nice tattoo. And they're like, I have the same tattoo. And then they just pause and look at each other for a second and go, ah, shit. Right. That's severe big big dick energy from the artist, right? Like I'm gonna like, well, you didn't like the name, so I'm gonna give you matching tats, which yeah. is like the next step down. Yeah, which is hilarious. Well, and that's I j- like I don't. I go in with a very specific plan for like what I want, and if I'm not sure on it, I don't get it. So my merch designer and I, our daggers are matching daggers, but I have a crescent moon behind my dagger and she has almost like um, anime style clouds with a sun. Mm -hmm. And like we looked and we looked and we weren't settled. We weren't settled. We weren't settled. And we finally saw them and we were like, that's it. And we both agreed. So we, we rolled with it, but like, I look at it and like, I look at it and it makes me think of her and, and stuff, but I'm not going in half-assed. I'm not going to like, I'll let an artist like make the changes that they need to, to make it work. But it's like, no, like this is what I want. It yeah, will and, be this. <laughs> and, and one of the, and, and one of the, the things that, that is, is always surprising to me are the, are people who I've known or interacted with where you're like, Oh, you got a tattoo. And they're like, yep. Just walked into the shop and picked one. And, and like in the back of my head and it's, it's, it's not, it's not one of these things of like, Oh, every tattoo has to have meaning because it doesn't, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like just off the street, like no forethought, no planning. No, you just, you just chose one. And I'm like, you are a far braver individual than I. If, I have been an, admiring an artist's work for a while. Yeah. That's different where it's like, no, I really like this piece of flash that you've got. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. But nah, fam, like, I'm putting it on my body forever. Yes, I can get it covered up, but that's more painful than the original tattoo. Yeah, and I'm, I've known a, known a few people to do that, too, where, like, there's been an artist that they've really, really liked. They managed to get a booking with them, like, three months down the road. They have no idea what they're getting, but they know that they want this artist to do a tattoo, and they're just going to go in there and freeball it. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, that, like that's a very specific purpose, and mm-hmm. you're like, fly at her. I'm sure whatever comes out of there is going to be beautiful. Right. But it's, it's it, yeah, for me, it's, like, more specifically the ones who, who like... Well, did you go see a regular artist? Nope. Just walked into whoever was available. Well, did you 
you know, did you, did you choose anything? Did you, did you talk with them? No, I just said they can do whatever they want. And this is what they did. And it's like ballsy. I, I admire that. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, draw the destruction of the Senate, my apprentice. That's not the time honest. <laughs> well, and I have a, a friend who, who is an apprentice and I've thought about reaching out to him. My like, apprentice. God damn it. <laughs> I've thought about reaching out to him and be like, That's hey, dude, if you want like something, if you need to work on something specific or if we can find something that would be mutually beneficial for both of us. I've seen your art. I trust you as an artist. I've seen your other tattoos. I also know you're an apprentice, so things may not work out perfect, but your shop is really great at cover-ups. So, <laughs> like... So let's let's work something out here. Let's set up the fail-safe, get me a tattoo, and... Like, I'm, I'm down, but I also, like, I really want a geranium, a blooming geranium on the back of my hand. Okay. But I am... F- fucking terrified at how bad that is going to hurt you know that's a that's a job killer right well and the thing is here (laughs) in the states it's becoming more and more accepted to have hand tattoos visible tattoos things like that and still get a job now i i bought a sleeve to cover up my dagger tattoo for whenever we go to schools but like I don't have, I'm not getting half naked women. I'm not like, so a, a flower on the back of the hand, I'm not worried about that as much. Yeah. It's just like, fuck, dude. It's a blooming geranium. It's a flower, goddammit. You know what that kind of flower means? God. Yeah, it's a, this flower, if you come into this uh, ge- blooming geranium on my left hand here, it just smells like cheese. It's. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's not me saying that. That's just the average uh-huh. geranium tattooed hand. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, I see. And that's is. Ginger Talks, everybody. Thank <laughs> I you see for how it tuning is. in. Yeah. Um, it- tattoos. Um, remember, we we don't just go skin deep here. The 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 thing is when you said like it smells like cheese, it's like I got a very visceral like ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's very yeah, there's man. very there's very few scents that you could like describe, I think, where people will actually go like ugh. Oh. You know? Somebody could say like, Oh, it smells and it's random shit too, right? Like somebody could say, um, oh, you know, it smells like a rotting corpse, and you're like, oh, okay, I've never smelled a rotting corpse before, but like you know, I I can I can, you know, piece things together and figure out what that is. And then you'll have somebody say something random like, "It smells like Dorito dust and spilled Mountain Dew in here." And you're like, Ugh. "Like I know, like it's that visceral <laughs> knowledge where you're just like, oh no, I know exactly what that fucking smells like, and I hate you for it.'" Yeah, you well, know, and maybe it's because you- it's 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 in part because the connotations that we assign to say individuals who you know stereotypically mm. would would emanate that scent but you, you know, know and cheese it's are doing really well considering it's box filler that's been like spray painted orange and then given the smell of a, like a 75 year old man that uh thinks mardi gras is every day except he lives in wisconsin 
Yeah, 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 no. And he talk he talks to like girls at the bar. He's like, Hey, look at me, look at me. You don't have to go down that road. You know what I mean? Like when you get that old guy at the bar who like gives you the the full life advice. The old the old guy at the bar who's really far too old to be at that bar, and you're yeah. like, Sir, respectfully, that girl is young enough yeah. to be your granddaughter. Like, oh. yeah, so, like, like try yeah. again, chief. You know, he's he's sw- he's like dancing, swing dancing like Gene Kelly at a Third Eye Blind concert. <laughs> and, he's like, and then he sees you at the bar, he smells like cheese. It's he's like, you don't have to go down that road. You know, tells you about his life experience. You don't have to go down that road. On the downside is like sometimes you get roped into conversations like that with people at the bar where you're just like, not only can I not hear you, but like, I also don't give a shit, my guy. Like, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, trust me, I, I, I empathize with your plight, but like, I'm just here to get fucked up, my dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like when I was down in Denang, I uh, took down a few of the train, uh, with some napalm, uh, and then I tried to come back and work back at the hardware store. And now I'm at this bar, I fucking love three eye blind, uh, third eye blind, whatever the fuck. And you're like, you, dude, you smell like Jesus. He's like, I'll have a Tom Collins. So I was uh, probably <laughs> two months ago. That at person a, does not exist, by the way. I'm so, I'm sorry, oh, Ginger. Bullshit, they don't. Because yeah. uh, I've seen I, it. Hey, scram, puts. I've I seen it. Um, I was at a, a local bar. Uh, my former roommate runs trivia sometimes. And so she does it at, a, at this bar that's on my side of town. And. Um, we went and so there's a thing in Iowa called Ragbri where you bike from one side of the state to the other. And so there's a, there's bars that are all themed around bicycles. And this is one of those bars. And there are two girls who are probably late twenties, early thirties sitting at the bar playing trivia. And then there's this, there's like four tables of older folks, but there's this one table of three old dudes that are just unrelentingly hitting on these girls every chance they can. And they're like buying them drinks and chatting them up. And it's like, you think you have a chance with any of these girls. You don't even have a chance with the women, your own age in this bar. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking George Bush Senior at the bar, like trying. Yeah, uh, hey there, Pilgrim. How you doing? And he, <laughs> oh no, he's like, hey, would you like a would you like a vodka cocktail there? Uh, <laughs> I was on The Simpsons. You heard of that? And they're like, <laughs> no, gross. Aren't they racist? It, <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's always interesting to me to watch. Like I. I like people watching mm-hmm. at bars because it entertains me greatly. Mm-hmm. And just the way that people think that doing certain things are going to get certain results for them. You're just like, nah, like you, like you, you know, if you take the drink situation, like all these dudes buying these girls drinks, like they're thinking, yeah, we're, we're going to get something out of this. And whereas the girls are just probably like, Cool, free drinks. Right. You, like, yeah, you, yeah. You, you know you, you know what I mean? And at the end of the night when, you know, if uh, hopefully if all things go go well, the girls will be like, all right, we're out, mm-hmm. you know? Well, uh, well, you've got that mindset, right, that you're on shore leave in the 1950s. 
and you think that <laughs> you know what I mean? you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You think you're on short leave in the 1950s, and you relentlessly every time you go to the bathroom. Uh, touching the small of the girls back in front of you as you go to the bathroom because you've got like a, a poor ba- bladder control now. <laughs> you, you know the touching of the small on the girls back, like as if that's going to like enchant her in some way, like you're some kind of like sexual wizard. And then you you come back with your outdated, like petulant, disgusting views. You're like, hey, well, I I do agree with the border wall. Uh, let me just touch the small of your back. I need to get to the bar again. And then, uh, you know, that carries on for a little while. You think you're in the 1950s, like on Shirley. You're like, oh, I, I'll use a condom because I'm on Shirley. Yeah. Vibe. And then, um, and then, as that person, you have to come uh, to terms with the reality that them getting drinks out of you all night is uh, for them uh, an act of feminist expression because they're now taking a literature class at ACLU <laughs> and um, you're, you're just left on your ass uh, wearing a 10 gallon hat in a climate where quite frankly that's not appropriate <laughs> we... and you go home to your wife and then pretend that you've been to see um the Rat Pack. <laughs> <laughs> sweetheart, I'm home. Um, yeah. we- <laughs> hey, sweetheart. Hey, Toots. <laughs> I'd like a ham on rye. <laughs> what do you mean you've been in bed for the last hour and a half? I'm home. I'm hungry. Make me a sandwich. No, um, we, we, yeah. we, I, I went for drinks with a friend of mine, uh, this was a while back and we're at a, you know, just kind of like a no name kind of chain lounge, like a, like an Earl's or a mm. cactus club or, you know, something along those lines. And, uh, we're seated at the bar. Now the bar is, you know, a circle. And then in the center is the well and the bartender and all that jazz. So you could probably get about 30 people around this kind of oval, I guess, yeah. more than anything. So we're sitting there chatting, having our drinks, and there's a guy across from us. He's he's wearing a uh, uh, a fitted like Yankees cap, like pulled right down to his nose. He's wearing a like a tight white t-shirt, you know, conventionally attractive, but like in a douchey broy way. And he's he's sitting there just ripping through his phone, like he can't like. You know, he's looking for something. And so my friend and I are are joking. We're like, he's definitely looking for his Tinder hookup. Because by this point, like, it's 12 o'clock. Bars close at 2. And he's, like, sitting here drinking by himself in a cactus club. Mm -hmm. Next to us are these are these two younger girls. I would would probably say they're, I don't know, in their mid-20s as well, conventionally attractive. So... This guy on the other on the other side again with the hat tilted all down to his nose, like slumped in the chair a little bit, you know, two finger gestures the bartender over and he, you know, points at the two girls. And bartender walks over, he says to the two girls, The gentleman across from you would like to buy you drinks. Uh, is that okay? And the girls kind of look at him and look at each other and they nod and they say, Yeah, that's fine. So the girls get their drinks, they're have they're 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 going through them and they're still chatting, and the guy decides to make his move. And this is where he starts to hit his downfall. He comes around, and obviously, in in his mind, he's set up that one friend is more attractive than the other friend. 
And so what does he do? He walks and stands in between the two of them and spends all his all his attention focused on the one. Mm-hmm. And so my friend and I are chatting. We're like, this isn't going to go well because obviously the friend who's who's getting ignored is going to pull the... Let's get out of here. We we should we should go. I'm I'm tired. Like let's go to a different, you know, whatever. Yeah. And we see it happening. Like in real time. Like you can see this girl. She's she's starting to get fidgety and she realizes that she's being ignored and all of a sudden here it comes. She taps on her friend. We let's let's go. Let's let's go somewhere else, sir. Let's go home and just you know, we're having a girls' night. We're out together. Um and so this guy is is like um this guy is is discovering that he's he's not winning this battle right because he's already Maybe. screwed up and by this time he tries to save it by talking to the other girl but by this point both of the girls are convinced they're leaving so he wanders back to his seat sits down we assume that he finds his 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 tinder hookup because he grabs his stuff settles up his bill and leaves now the bartender comes over to the two girls and he says, just so you know, the gentleman who offered to pay for your drinks has left the bar and refused to pay oh, for your nice. drinks. Oh God. The bartender, the bartender oh. nice, uh, kindly enough said, we'll cover them. But it's like, bro, you said you would pay for the drinks. And just because it didn't go your way, you're refusing to pay for the drinks. My guy, I have never seen a move like that in my life. And I was just like, what type of like scumbag do you have to be to the point where you're like, I didn't get anything. They ain't getting anything. Yeah, it's like, yeah. bro, you, you, well, you bone that approach from the start. <laughs> it's, so, it, it's so rare to see Dan Bilzerian off of Instagram. <laughs> A hundred, a hundred percent. This guy was like, and, and, and actually it's funny that you bring that up because it's a hundred percent the vibe he was going for. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? Except, like, except I've like got a speedboat. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, um, Dan Bilzer, like he's a baller on a budget. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you yeah, actually yeah, yeah. like, if you actually like pushed him for something, but it was just like, like that was which, impressive to watch. Which by the way, I think Dan Bilzerian is, is that. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. And like, it's, it's weird because again, a lot of times when you see people, you know, men or, or, or woman buy for, you know, a, 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 um, somebody at the bar that they, they fancy, they'll, even if they take the L, they're still going to pay for the drinks because they've, they've, you know, they've either paid for them in, in advance or they just kind of eat the L and they go for it. Whereas, like, this was actually the first time that I'd seen somebody, like, welch on drinks, and it's like, my guy. Oh, see, I grew up with my mom working at a bar, and that's Mm -hmm. the kind of shit that she would, like, they would deal with. And, like, my a bartender would go, hey, Ginger's mom, that guy didn't pay for his drinks as he's walking through the pizza shop that was attached to the bar. And so my mom is around the counter snatching the dude by the back of the shirt. Like, no, you're paying for your fucking drinks. Like, yeah. let's go. Like, and bars around here will keep your card. If you open a tab. That's so sweet. They keep your card so that yeah. you, if you don't pay your tab, you don't settle up. You don't get your card. You don't get your card well, and they charge 30% as the tip. That's so sweet. Good for them. 
But well, can no, I just the, say, it's such a crazy concept to me, this whole, like, when I went to New York a few years back, um, it was such a weird concept to me, the whole thing about opening up a tab, like, level of trust to have with someone that's drinking at a bar mm-hmm. and someone that's worked at a bar themselves. Um, I would say that's insane, the level of trust that comes with that. Yeah. Because yeah, what the fuck? We, do, we don't get that. That the, the caveat of this story is that we have to pay, in the UK, drink for drink, you're fucking paying, right? Unless mm-hmm. you are known to uh, whoever owns the bar or the bartender, you're some kind of regular... And when I went to New York and they're like, do you want to keep that open, honey? And not that they were hitting on me or anything, but like, you know, they wanted the tip, I guess. Not that tip, but the monetary tip. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, hey, I mean, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's like, <laughs> I'm not coming with that sexy energy, man. I don't know if you can tell that from the sound of my voice, but whoa, come on. No one's like, oh, just put the tip in, honey. I'm like, oh, I, I know. I'm like, frankly, I don't want to. You didn't, you, you didn't, you didn't find anybody over in the 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 U.S. who was just enamored by the by the accent. Uh, if, well, oh, oh my, oh my God, I love, I love your accent. It's so sexy, man. I love the Irish accent. And you're just like, nope, no, that is that is not the accent. Just wait until um, his dad opens his mouth. <laughs> Oh my! Yeah, my Scottish father <laughs> could have got like way more action than me on that trip. That's for sure. I like, just put the put the money in, love. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's it's funny because I've I've played some online games again. We were we were talking about this um, beforehand, but my uh, my podcasting partner is from Glasgow, and we've played games where you know maybe he gets in the voice chat and like chirps somebody, and people are like. You know, oh, you think you're cool because you're Irish, and he's like, "Does this sound like it's Irish to you, you absolute bellend?" And you're just like, "Yeah, you, you swung and missed <laughs> there, chief." Absolute top marks for the use of the word bellend, by the way. Thank you. Because fuck me, like it's my favorite thing to say in the world, <laughs> and I feel that like I don't get to like showcase that enough on the podcast. It's great. Bellend is is, is bellend is, is, is a great just, term. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, there's a street. Uh, about two streets away from me, called Bell End, which nice. is just fantastic. Is that, nobody, is it, nobody defaces that sign because it's defaced itself. <laughs> I was, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say, is that like one of the ones where what was it on? Uh, it was an episode of that '70s show ages ago where where they kept stealing the uh, they stole the sign to High Street mm-hmm. because they're mm-hmm. like it says High Street, and so I was but, like, oh, does does Bell End keep getting stolen? No, no. So Bellend is untouched, uh, like a, a, a national national treasure. That's <laughs> Bellend. Um, my girlfriend actually lives near uh, a road that's uh, called Knob Hill, <laughs> which uh, surprised no one's taken that either. But I think there's a there's a respect for disgusting road signs, obviously that you guys don't have across the pond no I, and i wasn't about to break and laugh at that until i heard cal just <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know you can climb up knob hill but it won't pay for your drinks i, I, I don't care i'm an absolute child i will i i i will laugh at anything remotely well, I, related I, I, I to toilet get, humor i didn't get that laugh because he, his noise gate is too good through my 
earphones, so I just assumed like it was dead air. Oh, it was no. just dead air. There's so many times I keep talking just because I think nothing else has landed. I've actually noticed that a little bit, like watching watching like even the green circle in Discord here light up because like I'll actually be laughing and then I'm like, oh, my laugh isn't being picked up right now. Right. It's yeah, it's 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 a thing. But well, and I didn't have the summer camp experience that like other people my age had, where they like stole the sign that was you know like a, a sex joke or you know you know <laughs> stoner comedy like i didn't have that experience <laughs> the only camp i ever fucking went to was band camp and it was a fucking christian camp that we went to for band camp so when i went as an alumni and i went near the bathrooms to smoke a cigarette Someone walked by and said, hey, by the way, this is a Christian camp. You can't smoke here. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't. <laughs> fuck you. I'm not a student anymore. And he goes, that's right. You're not. <laughs> Go well, ahead and well, do what uh, you're going to do. <laughs> hey, 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 buddy, those cigarettes will kill you. You know, you know what will kill me faster? Crucifixion. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it's so funny because, like, all these people that I, like, sort of, like, you know, viewed as these big authority figures who were just banned parents. Like I would see them as a grown ass adult. And like, I'm walking over the football field, just, you know, smoking a cigarette, just fucking chugging that bitch before I had to go into the football stadium. And they're just like, Oh, Hey, you got a light. And I'm like, yeah, you, you smoke. Yeah. I also protected your mom from a weirdo at the bar the other night. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) What is this Twilight Zone reality I found myself in? And now I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I like this is what adults do. <laughs> <laughs> My 14-year-old little sister is starting to get to that point in life where she's like seeing and understanding that like teachers and like authority figures outside of school are, you know, just fucking people. Yeah. And, uh, so it's fantastic. She'll text me and she'll swear. And like, she texted me, I think it was last night and she goes, I passed my, my algebra exam. Now I'm done with that pain in the ass teacher. And it feels so damn good. I'm like, damn kid. Yeah. Go off girl. Go off. (laughs) And she's like, I can't ducking believe it. She, she has only ever said (laughs) fuck to me once. And every once in a while, I'm like, easy, kid. But <laughs> slow, she, slow it down. You're not at that age yet. She doesn't, but she doesn't <laughs> overuse it. Yeah. Like, my little sister is too goddamn smart for her own good. But she's just real good at, like, you know, just slipping, like, shit in there every once in a while. And damn. And I'm like, all right. All right, I see you. Yeah. I see what you're That's doing. It. Yeah, all right, Bart Simpson. You got you got exactly two more until I say something. Right. Use them wisely. <laughs> yeah. Wait till the FCC get into the fucking WhatsApp combo. Dude, so her and all of her friends use Snapchat to have regular like text-based conversations, and they save every message in their Snapchat group so they can go back and reread and refer to messages and i'm like the fucking point of snapchat is the shit goes away yeah (laughs) what are you doing why 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 are we trying to keep the hot takes around like 
We want those to disappear for a reason. There's a reason we're using Snapchat and yeah. not like a group chat on text message or messenger. And I was like, y'all use Snapchat so much, but she'll actually like text me and not Snapchat me because she knows that I don't pay attention to Snapchat. She'd be like, oh yeah, I put this thing up on my Snapchat. And I'm like, you did? Where? I don't see it. Four days ago. Oh. <laughs> there's there's certain like social social platforms where I say to people, like, if you're messaging me on this platform, you have to eat like message me on another platform to tell me, otherwise I won't see it. It's like one of one of my worst socials is Instagram. Like I just haven't fully grasp the idea of Instagram, Ugh. especially with the, especially to me where it's like, well, things that I want to do with Instagram, why wouldn't I just do them on like TikTok? You know what I mean? Right. But like Ooh. the thing, the, the thing is like, I tell people I don't really use Instagram. I do need to get better with it, but for stream purposes, but mm. I'm like, personally, I do not use Instagram. So don't message me on Instagram and I'll still have people who will, who, who will text me at some point and be like, Hey, like you didn't respond to my messages. I'm like, what message? You haven't messaged me in four days. And like, no, no, I've been I've been sending you Instagram messages. And it's like, well, you know for a fact that I don't use Instagram. So like, why are you messaging me on there? And not following the rule of messaging me to say, hey, I sent you something on Instagram. <laughs> That's I'm that way with TikTok. I don't so I deleted my Instagram. Uh, yeah. almost a year ago now at this point, because I had all of seven photos on it. Um, but I deleted my Instagram because it had access to like my personal, like family at, with oh. names and shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, nah, fam, I'm not rebranding. I'm just deleting it. Um, well, my, my thing for, for me with Insta is like, I just, it's not that I don't see it as a potential for a valuable tool. I just um, I don't think that I do enough interesting in a day to warrant putting it on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, what did you do today? I worked in the garden. Here's a picture of a flower. Who gives a shit? Right. You, 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 you know what I mean? And if I'm going to post a video to Instagram, well, I might as well just put it on TikTok because I feel like the at this moment, the reach on TikTok is so much better. Right. Well, that's people message me stuff on TikTok and I never open TikTok. I don't use TikTok. I don't look at it. And I don't use Hover. I don't, like, I use Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Like, I don't I, take videos or pictures of myself. Like, it's just not something I do. So I'm not fucking, <laughs> what the fuck is Instagram good for for me then? Yeah. I and And so I think social medias are just like, interesting to me in the sense that like again i understand how useful they are and in, in terms of like growing a brand or growing you know street outside stream support and stuff like that right but but like even twitter i've like backed away from because the thing is i'll fire it up and i'll just start scrolling through the timeline and all like the people i follow or whatever i'll just be like you're idiots like you're like you're you're all actually idiots tweeting about drama that really is not a big deal like it like like it's i i ordered a keyboard and they sent me red keycaps instead of white keycaps it's like email the company right you know or like they'll, they'll post like spicy hot takes about like 
whatever's going on in their own like political sphere and it's just like you're asking for trouble on this one. Oh my god can you even believe the Met Gala well and that's I I use my Twitter in a very specific way yeah and it's hey I'm going live also I'm gonna you know people are asking what I feel about X, Y, and Z, like the whole artesian builds thing. Yeah. Like someone was like, what's How your to take? Run the collapse of a company. Oh God. And it was glorious. It was so great. I loved every minute of it. I, cause I had a DM from artesian builds. Oh no shit. Yeah. I had been DM'd nine months prior by artesian builds wanting to collaborate with me. Yeah. And I never did anything with it. I'm like, I probably should. Um, oh boy. Did you dodge a bullet? Right. And more like a missile. You dodged a missile. I did. But I was like, listen, I fully fucking know what the fuck is going on with this because I've, I've, I've had brands try to scam me. I've had brands reach out to me and I haven't given it the time of day because why the fuck should I? First of all, second of all, you are a budget Chris Pine, and in every sense <laughs> of the, the word, Star Lord ja- was it the it Star was Lord the jacket Star that really Lord sent jacket. over the top? Yes, yeah. but it's like, like quit being dog know, shit, bro. <laughs> in in the Chris Pine world, you're just a magic tree in a fucking like beat up car, right? He's he is Chris Pine right before Guardians one. They've given well, him the Chris, jacket. Chris, Chris, Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt. Gone. Yes, Chris yeah. Pratt. Sorry, that's that's my bad. Chris Chris Pratt, pre Guardians one, when they're giving him the Star Lord jacket before he's dropped some of the weight. Like, if you don't know what this dude looks like, now you do. Like, and it's just it's it's hot dog water. It's so bad. One of my favorite things is when it gets to the point where, like, a lot of these, like, companies, like, you know, do a hot take and then start to collapse. My, I like watching them all go into panic mode. Right. Because they'll start doing things that they think make it better. And it's like, bruh, you've swapped out the shovel for an excavator. Your holes just, like, get (laughs) deeper, faster. Like, well, well, my PR team, you, let's be honest, you don't have a PR team, my guy. Let's, let's get that one, you know. I've said if, you, it, if, if you had a PR team, the first tweet you put out wouldn't have been "Don't listen to the haters." You right. would, you wouldn't have put that. Not that that was a tweet that he put out, but you know. yeah. The the title of my debut single, by the way, everyone, "Don't, don't listen, listen to the haters." Way. Yeah, by Druid and the Knowledges. <laughs> well, and it's it's watching those companies scramble and watching them just like try to pick up the crumbling pieces of what they think is this huge empire just fall apart around them. And I'm like, I bet you do you. I'm going to be sitting over here doing some subtle roasting, but not like why? Like you have, you're, you're not new here. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, you know, you're how, you know here, how, but you're also not the only one either. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like for Artesian, like, did you guys think that you had the monopoly on companies that build computers? Because you, you don't. Right. 
There's literally no art like fucking influencer bathwater in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not buying. The liquid cooling system doesn't have streamer bathwater in it. So why the fuck would I go to you, Artesian? God. I watched <laughs> I watched somebody build a computer in a fish tank the other day. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. So what so so what they did was they, they got a tank, they built it like a fish tank, and then they put um uh you know, they put all the computer pieces in it. And then I can't remember specifically what it is, but he then pours a clear liquid into the tank that isn't conductive and won't ruin the pieces or or whatever the case may be. And so he has a functioning computer running inside a fish tank. Now, obviously, there's no fish in it because it's Mm -hmm. not water that's in it. Right. But like you're you're like, this looks sick. I want this. I also would probably fuck it up while building it. That's the great thing about uh, building a processor in a fish tank is that the random access memory refreshes every, like, two seconds. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's... I want... uh, I want one of those desks that has the PC built into it. Yeah. Like, those things are fucking dope. I want one so bad and i mean i know i'm not gonna be able to afford one anytime soon but that would be so fucking cool to just have that as part of your desk and oh i need to replace a part let me just open the drawer let me take out a couple screws and swap things instead of me literally cutting my knuckles open because i bought a mini case instead of a regular case for my fucking pc (laughs) well see and my thing is like i have a full size tower Mm -hmm. but like i also have very large hands and so when i want to work Uh, humble brand well i mean it's yeah i guess so (laughs) so, but like but like the thing is like even with a full case because all the parts are still in there so tight like it's always a pain in the ass for me to work or or work on or replace parts of my computer because i'm like trying to like balance a screw between like two fingers because like that's all that really like fits in certain sections of the case and it's like this is a headache i -hmm. hate this and so having something that was you know spread out like you said like a like a drawer or or say a piece of plexiglass or something that you could like lift off like a a computer sunk into a desk would be so handy because uh, you'd have the space to work on it right well and i have to have so Everybody will be so angry at me when I say this, but I have. I'm angry already. Uh, please. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fizzing. So mm. my PC tower sits on my floor. It has one of two radiator fans actually hooked up. And it gets so hot. It generates so much heat that I have to keep the side panel off to keep my GPU and CPU from cooking themselves. Oh boy. And I have in intake fans that are the right direction, but it like my PC is sitting on carpet. It is down a fan and I have to have the side panel off. I dropped a piece of chicken from my noodles and company and I couldn't find it. It was sitting on my fucking power (laughs) supply cooking for a week. Man, it's it sure, man, it sure smells like chicken in here. 
Dude, it started the burning <laughs> smell, and I'm like, okay, what the actual fuck? And I got down with my flashlight and was looking yeah, in my PC it, for the third time that week, and I finally <laughs> found it. You know, if you can hear me over my 2012 HP laptop <laughs> overheating in the corner, uh, <laughs> I, it's that section of the podcast where uh, I may as well be trying to read hieroglyphs. <laughs> That's one. That's one of the things that I always hated about so, so many laptops. I went through a lot while I was in uni, and uh, just because like they'd heat up for no reason, you'd be, you'd be like in the middle of class, like just typing away, and all of a sudden you hear, it's like your fan, as like as like your fan cuts in, and you're like, all right, like yeah. this is this is an issue. Yeah. And yeah. I can't have it on my lap because it's burning my legs. That's yeah. like uh, I call that the the. Uh, LimeWire Symphony. (laughs) 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 Is that Philip Glass? No, I just like I tried to download a whole series of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and all I got was a fucking anime tentacle porno. It's it's so funny, by the way, that you bring up Philip Glass because I know very few people who who even remotely mention Philip Glass. You know, we we really are a a veritable amuse bouche on this podcast. I'm starting to notice that. Not mm-hmm. that I, you know, didn't notice it from the outset. But I'm so glad you noticed. <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> it's so like I have all of my uh, all my old laptops still. I pulled out my old Toshiba laptop power cable for someone who had a Toshiba laptop. It just required more more power than my charger could provide. Yeah. And I ripped out the hard drive, moved everything over. And someone had given this man who had a 13-year-old Toshiba laptop that finally died completely they gave him a 2019 MacBook and we're like, here you go. It's exactly the same. This dude just got a jitterbug smartphone. <laughs> like he doesn't know how to do anything on his computer. And they're like, here you go. Take a MacBook. Totally different. And I'm like, oh, fuck me, man. Too big of a jump. Too big of a jump. Oh, it was so bad. So I. God, God, I miss the nineties. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, can't we, can't we just watch reality bites and just smoke a doob and sit back and listen to Sweet Home Alabama because it's it, that nostalgia sweet spot. Oh God! <laughs> it was because he he messaged me and he goes, "That box that you put all my stuff on doesn't work." I sent him to buy an external hard drive, and I said, "You need a one terabyte external hard drive." They sold him a five terabyte and said, this might be enough room. If not, come back and get more. And he was just like, oh, okay. And I dropped everything and I moved everything. And he goes, so all my programs are installed on here and I can run them from here. And I said, no, that's not how this works. And he goes, oh, well, that's what I wanted. I'm like, that's not how any of this fucking works. (laughs) (laughs) I was so so upset and he won't sell me that macbook and i'm really 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 sad because i want it yeah just go steal it 
I should. He can't do anything about it. <laughs> True. I mean, you could give him. You can give him like an old, another old Toshiba, and be like, "This is a MacBook." It's like, no, it's not. It looks different. No, no, it's a MacBook. Trust me. He doesn't want the MacBook, and I'm like, "Let me, please, just let, please, just let me, let me have it, please. I'll buy it from you, <laughs> please." No, fuck, fine. <laughs> uh. I know literally nothing about computers. I was like, in my mind, I was configuring a great joke about the Microsoft paperclip. <laughs> I miss that little fella. Yeah, well, he's like, he's still like tapping on that like screen, like except no one's answering. Yeah. Yeah. Can I can I help you with that? Can I help you? No. It, it looks it looks like you're writing a ransom letter. Do you want help with that? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, how about you cut up some newspaper articles? How very, how very specific, Microsoft Paperclip. Just here to help. Just here. Hi, hey, hey, Navi. Hey, hey, listen. Listen. That that like sound of uh, that little bit of metal hitting the screen. Shut up, childhood friend. You know, and 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 uh, and then like, hey, hey, listen, listen. Listen, hey, hey, how about uh, on, uh, <laughs> this is such an extended, ridiculous bit, but hey, 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 listen, listen, how about uh, on that uh, Microsoft Maze screensaver, you put fractal art? It changes color. Ah, hey. Um, and then it just like grows up to be a bobby pin in Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> You're, you're the next generation of pin. Oh. A Bobby yeah. pin. <laughs> God damn it. And why are they all called Bobby? Robert pin. And that's why I like to call them. Okay, now I have to know. Or 42. What do you have to know? What are you, know. What are you, what are you researching? I, so there's a thing that happens with every podcast where I sit on Google um, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Uh, Or IMDB. Yeah. Okay. What? What? I have to know why they're called bobby pins. A bobby pin or hairpin? I know what a bobby pin is. I don't know. I don't give a fuck about styling my hair with bobby pins. I fucking hate them. All right. So I'm going to give you an inferred answer if you like. Because they're called bobby pins because like Bob is short for Robert and you are picking a lock. If you want to rob something. No. Uh, oh, you're that was such a good, this. no, come on. Can I, I get like, like I'm going to, I'm going to like edit out whatever you say right here. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to edit in a fucking applause. Um, <laughs> like sound effect when I say that, because that's, come on. No, I like on. that. I like that. But, uh, English manufacturers Kirby Beard and Co. Ltd. of Birmingham made hairpins oh, similar no, to the bobby pin before the bobby pin's invention. The trademark pin, the Kirby Grip, was just one of the pins produced by Kirby, and it closely resembles the bobby pin. The bobby pin was invented by Luis Marcus, a San Francisco-based cosmetic manufacturer, after World War One, and came into wide use. 
as the hairstyle known as the bob cut or bobbed hair took hold. He originally sold two handmade bobby pins for 35 cents. Although Marcus thought about naming the pin after himself, he named them Bobby after the bobbed hairstyle. I can't think of bob cut. Without the word Karen connected somewhere to it. Yeah, but they they do Bob at the front party at the back. Look at that fucking light. Serious. You know, uh, (laughs) it's it's like they complain about everything, but not their hairdressers, which is the thing that I can't fucking (laughs) consolidate. But the existence of these people. I see. I love the Birmingham connection. By the way, it's so. Um, it's so rare that we get like a, a such a natural shout to where I'm from. Well, and that's and why I, I was like, no, you have to hear this. Like, let me, please, please, let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's funny, Birmingham, uh, Cal. I don't know if you know anything about uh, Birmingham, UK, but we were manufacturing gods uh, throughout the kind of late 19th century. We were the home of manufacturing in the the UK, but we have fallen into a state of disrepair where we are the actual laughing stock of the entire country and the aisles therein. And um, the only saving grace that we've had is the series Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you get this in (laughs) the States, but it's set where I uh, grew up and live. Yeah. Um, and Killian Murphy plays Birmingham Boy, Tommy Shelby. And ever since the this series with the inanely terrible haircuts has become such a talking point in the country, uh, every piece of shit within the region has all of a sudden got like the most disgusting undercut and thinks that they're <laughs> like nineteen twenties uh, gangsters. Yeah. It's absolutely... It, it, it's a horrible time. <laughs> yeah, I had the... Uh, for the longest time, I was... I mean, if, if I remember what the undercut is, is the, the like, the buzz sides and, like, the longer the, the longer top or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was getting... I, I feel like it got to a point where, like, when this whole kind of idea of just, like, barbering kind of kicked off again. Um, yeah, when it, when barbering started becoming like an artisanal craft instead yeah, uh, of every every you you would go in and you would describe what type of haircut you describe or you wanted and regardless of how you described it you were always coming out of the barbershop with an undercut yeah like yeah, uh, like, like always it happens here to such an extent that i've looked like a piece of shit for the last decade <laughs> Because yeah, of Peaky Blinders, like I've got uh, a love hate relationship with the show because uh, it has destroyed the experience of me wanting to look like the dark emo prince that I really am. <laughs> well, the, like the thing for us too is again, like you know, I always I always felt like you kind of like lacked bang for your buck in it for it in a way, like. Mm. For example, like I would have to pay like forty dollars Canadian for a haircut, but like you literally just did clippers for like two minutes, and I'm giving you like forty bucks for that. You know, okay. you know what I mean? Like the like that's insane. It, 
it was kind of like the speed, the 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 amount of time it took to do the cut to me didn't match like, you know, mm-hmm. the 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 thing or whatever. And so it got to a point where I legitimately would go into barber shops and I'd I'd be like, I tell them what they want. They'd be like, okay, so like we'll just clip her the side. I'm like, no 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 no. What you're describing is an undercut. I don't want an undercut. <laughs> I want a haircut. Like I want you to use scissors. But then the downside is they'd be like, oh, so you only want me to use scissors? And it's like. No, 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 those aren't the words that left my mouth. (laughs) I've got one word for you, my friend, and it will change your haircut experience. Say the word tapered. Mm. And that that fucking changes everything. I noticed that because I was getting like bullshit haircuts that made me look like a complete asshole. And and, and you could look like a like a photo of me now. You might like disagree, but all of a sudden... As soon as I started using that magic word, I stopped getting that like uh, that that kind of skin fade that looked like I worked at a circus in boardwalk, <laughs> like boardwalk yeah. empire, yeah. right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and, and uh, so it, you know that's the that's the hack, and that's for everyone that can hear the sound of my voice. Use the word tapered because you're going to get a classier job. Absolutely done every time, because that undercut shit. Um, people like your family are going to look at that in twenty years' time and think, "Oh, oh, my dad was one of those assholes as well." Well, the the the, the funny thing too is for some of the barbers that I've gone into, you'll tell them you'll tell them not to give you an undercut, and they'll like reply to you and look at you with like a subtle tinge of like annoyance, and you're just like. Bro, it's my hair. I'm sorry that this isn't going to take you five minutes to like clipper the sides of my yeah. sides of my head, but like, you know, you, but like, how lazy have you got to be that you have that like fucking one size fits all idea of like that skin fade shit? Mm. Yeah, or, or or like hair that just appears halfway up your head. Well, and, and, and one of the things, too, is like, because I have a little bit of a, a, a rounder face. And so one of the stipulations that I that I say when I, when I, you know, give my instructions is I'm like, I want a haircut that works. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm flexible. You know, if you have some different ideas of something that works, I'm flexible, but I want it to, to, to work, work for my head shape. Right. And they'd be like, no problem, no problem. I got you. I understand you. <laughs> Undercut, and I'm yeah, like, you yeah, didn't, yeah. you didn't understand. Yeah, and then he goes, boy order, boy order the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, because because the, the the undercut doesn't work for me, and I feel like an asshole more so than usual. Well, that's <laughs> I. So I used to have you guys. Well, I, I had the worst. I had the worst haircut. I had the worst haircut very recently, and I had to. It was a, a family friend of Mrs. Knowledge actually that cut my hair last time I had my haircut. Oh, no. And I had to give her the like the most glowing review in the room, but my face must have said so because there is nothing worse than getting a haircut you don't like. Yeah, you know I'm, when I'm, you look I'm in living, the, I'm living through that right now. You've, you've got like you know you you think am I who I am or am I Larry David? <laughs> and you know that moment where they show you the mirror of the back. That yeah, is that, is that okay? And you go that that like fucking you can almost that 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 um, complimentary water they gave you at the start that you've not been able to drink because you've been talking about um, the weather for the last thirty minutes. I, it's just I, all of a sudden starts like 
permeating um, ripples as if the T-Rex from Jurassic Park has come in. When you look at, is that okay? And you, you have to just go, am I an asshole? Am I going to say I hate it? And you go, no, I can't. And you just go, that's great. Well, I always, I always shake my head whenever they do that stupid mirror shit too, because it's they're, they'll, they'll hold it after the cut and be like, do you like it? And I, I just find myself thinking, well, it's a little it's late guys, now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, like, even if I hate it, it's kind of done. Like I, I, I can't change it. So I'm just, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, yeah, it works because it has to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and sometimes it's a yes because I'm like, get me out of this chair, or I'm gonna strangle you. So I have. To- you made me look like everyone else. You made me look like one of my school students. Which, by the way, the idea of that just fucking horrifies me <laughs> so much. So I don't know what their fascination is right now with curly hair and an undercut. It just, it, it blows my mind. I want to be a SoundCloud rapper, but the, the thing is that. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you've just like literally found the bullseye. Yeah. So. My, my, my thing is like, so I went and got a haircut the haircut the other day with somebody who's not my regular person. Now, I'm very particular that once I find a person I like, that is who is getting my hair or who's doing my haircut. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. the person the the person who is is um, you know regularly does my hair is away because there was a death in a family, and I just want to say it's a little inconsiderate of the person who died because I'm trying to get a haircut, <laughs> but like you know they're yeah. taking away all the attention because you know not, like, not, that they know not that they know they're getting the attention because they're dead. So what's it matter? Which just circles us back to I want my haircut now. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So yeah, I yeah. I thanks went, for thanks for pixelating all the pussy in my life, guy. <laughs> so the, the <laughs> so I I go I go to this new person and who it turns out was a girl I went to high school with, which is just uh, awkward. Anyway, not awkward, but it's just like you know how like you know somebody, but they don't recognize who you are, and you're just you know. Oh man, and then and then and then you have that moment. It's like, hey, what's Dan doing now? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't care. But the 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 thing was like, we chatted about what I was looking for, and you know, she was going over it. She was like, oh, this would be really, you know, I think this would work. This would work. I'm like, cool, sounds good. Just light it up. She gets done with it, and it's just it. It's just (laughs) this is so awkward. it's, It's it's not bad. But it's not great, mm. and so and and because like it was like oh like take like you know let's start with with an inch off or whatever because my hair was really long I haven't had my hair cut in a while, and like the length she took off were just not right and so I corrected her a couple times and it just it got to a point where it's just like just do the haircut I'm gonna stop correcting you because I know for a fact it's not getting fixed I'm just gonna eat the forty dollars that I'm paying you right now and in two Sorry, weeks I'm gonna go get it fixed. Well, uh, if you want to know what should have been the warning shot for me at this fucking... Because uh, I, I had a friend that uh, he had a barber shop and he had to close. Uh, he lost too much money during COVID. Rest mm. of the time, my friend. Um, but the the first warning sign I should have taken is the barber shop I went to. It had a sun-faded photo of Sean William Scott in the fucking window. Yeah, I would have dipped. I wouldn't even go yeah. to the door. I would just out. Love me some stiffler, but like... Well, that's, yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad. The the hard part of being a like you guys have you know your forty dollar haircuts and you have people who don't listen when you say hey I want something different than this. 
I walk in to get my haircut, and from students who are cheaper, I'm not leaving without spending $40 with students for a haircut. They charge so much more for women's haircuts. It doesn't matter that I have an undercut and you're not even touching the long part of the top of my head. My yeah. haircut without wash or style or anything is literally three minutes. Well, I, it, it, well, the, the, the thing is too, like, I, I feel like prices for, for barbers or hairdressers or, or whatever is, is getting to a point where it's, where it's just ridiculous, especially for what like comes with the package. Mm -hmm. Let's let, let's say, because they'll be like, oh yeah, you'll, you'll get a haircut and that's 30 bucks and then they'll, or, you know, 35 or whatever. And then they'll be like, do you, they'll be like, oh, we got to, you know, like in my case, I have really thick hair. So they'll be like, oh, we'll take you over to the sink and we'll, we'll, you know, wet your hair because the, the spray bottle doesn't count it. Well, now they've considered that a wash. So now they've added another $5 to my bill. So now by the, by the end of everything, it's like, like I said, 40 ish bucks. And then they're like, oh, do you want to tip me? And right. it's just like, so I've gotten in this case, you know, like I've gotten a haircut that I'm not super satisfied with. Again, in in total fairness to them, I probably should have said something, but I didn't. But like you're you've 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 now charged me this astronomical amount for a haircut, and now you want me to like give you more on top of that. Like I barely wanted to pay the forty dollars. Right. Well, <laughs> and if it's that's just a haircut. And the yeah. only reason I go and let anybody cut my hair, it's because I can't see in the back to actually like <laughs> shave the back of my head and not just totally fuck what's back there. And there's no flattering way to give myself a, a, an undercut. Like the, yeah. the shape of my head is just the shape of my head. My hair used to go down to the small of my back. Like the long hair pictures of me look crazy compared to me now. And it's so expensive. If I were to go to a normal salon and ask for a haircut that was the full package, it's 90 to to $100 US and I'm there for two hours. When I go to the school and say, hey, fix the haircut that the other student fucked up free of charge and throw some color in my hair, I'm out in three hours where I go to a regular salon and it's a whole fucking day. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. And I mean, maybe to some degree I'm spoiled because the barber I used to go to, um, when I lived in a, in another city, it was a, it was a, it was a bunch of Albanians. They charged you 12 bucks for a haircut. You got a shoulder massage and a coffee. Oh. And I was just like, that's, that's the, mm. that's, the that's the dream. Like, yeah. and, and that's one of those things where like the, 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 you know, cause I, I, I could get like a beard lineup and a haircut for 15 bucks. And then I'm going to throw, I'm, I'm going to throw you like 20, 25 bucks anyway, on top of, you know, to a total for like tip or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, it's a really good haircut. <laughs> Right. You like haircut or give tip or you die. Enjoy massage. <laughs> Deep tissue. Wow, well, just... it was one of those it was one of those vibrating machines that they like put on their hand and then just you know Yeah. I... Enjoy hand flashlight. <laughs> when 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 shop is closed, I use this for other things. Yeah. <laughs> this is Albanian gang. Enjoy. 
It makes, hey, my, hey, hand, it makes my hand vibrate. <laughs> it's one of those Cheesy things. Cheesy tanned geranium. God damn it. <laughs> it's it's one of those things. That's the new tattoo. Oh my god, it's going to be a you'll get a picture you'll get a tattoo of a geranium on your hand but instead of being like an actual flower, it's just going to be a cheese it. It's going to be a flower. It's going to be flowers <laughs> stylized out of cheese it's. I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I hate G- it. G- G- Ginger, you just you're just there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just I hate that it costs so much for like, cause I understand being a hairdresser, like to actually, cause I don't know about Canada. I assume it's the same, but you have to have a license to, yeah, yeah, I I believe you do here too. You know, working in a salon, actually cutting people's hair and stuff. And it's fucking expensive to go to, um, go to one of those schools. Yeah. Well, and I just, I, I, I guess I, what I'd be interested to see is kind of the breakdown of like, um, I guess I'd be more interested to see what the breakdown of costs are that warrant it for that. And I, to, to, to some degree, again, the hair industry is, is an industry that I know nothing about, mm-hmm. but like, again, I kind of feel like when, when, because I predominantly go to barbers i feel like when 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 barbering turned into as druid had mentioned this kind of like artisan craft almost right you know where everybody wanted to 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 do the undercuts with the beards and then we've got you know straight razor shaves and then we've got this our you know our our barber and brand so now you've got beard oils and all of this i feel like yeah johnny johnny cash barbers yeah i feel like everything just kind of exploded and it's like okay are you are 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 you ramping things up to 45 bucks for a straight, like for, for a regular haircut? Because, you know, that's actually, and please, by all means, value yourself and, and you, you know, with what you should be valued for. I'm, I'm not trying to imply that I think they should be, you know, undercutting their prices for my own sake, but good, just like, good, are, good. are, are are you doing it because that's where you feel the value is or are you doing it because you're trying to offset like the whole like artisan, we've got our own brand kind of vibe thing. You know what well, I mean? So here in the States, it's if you want a spot at a salon, you pay for your chair at the salon. You rent that space from the salon. That's wild. So an average cosmetology school in the state of Iowa to do the two-year program is an average of $21,500 per student. Wild. That breaks down to, if you were to, say, try to pay that off in two years, is more than my rent. It's $875 a month. That's wild. And you get paid so like the way most cosmo schools work is you have class time and then you have like hybrid time where you work mostly with mannequins but you're in the salon yeah and then they take away the mannequins and they're just basically for like homework assignments and then Mm. you're doing real people's hair and so at one of the schools it costs nine dollars for an entry on the floor student to give you a haircut and it's nine dollars and that student makes less than two dollars on that haircut 
Oh, no. See, see, and, and, and something like that, even now, just adds so much more context to it. You know what I mean? So, like, when I was like, oh, I don't understand why, like, you know, I'm getting charged 40 bucks for a haircut. Like, w- when you factor in those, like, it, it makes more sense. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're, if if you're, you know, if, if cosmetology school is as expensive as it is and you have to rent a chair within the shop, like, all of that factors in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, that totally, like, that a hundred percent makes sense. Right. And now I, now I see where that comes from, but to just be like a standard customer going in and being like, this is like 40 bucks. You're like, but why? Well, and every student has, and you can't get, you can't get a cover up. Right. They, and it's literally, they have to buy their own hairbrushes, their own combs, their own clips, their every piece that they hold in their hand to actually do your fucking haircut. They have to buy, the Aveda Institute, which is a nationally known institute here for for hair and stuff, to yeah, go we have a, similar. We have we have Aveda up here too. So an Aveda haircut at a regular salon for a woman to get a haircut is two hundred dollars. That's fucking wild. Like actually, for a mini hairbrush that is branded for Aveda, it is thirty fucking dollars for a hairbrush. That's insane. Like, you know, <laughs> speaking of you, of, of, of tools and items for, you know, stylists or barbers, you know, what, you know, what really causes me to worry when I sit down in a barber's chair. If I see air quotes, gold plated clippers, Ooh, like, like right. I'm, I'm, I'm worried and I'm like, I'm looking at the door. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I yeah. always worry that if I see gold plated clippers, I'm walking out of there with like a really, really douchey undercut. Right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and and you think like always like Colonel Gaddafi about to like fucking like work some magic on me. Well, and, but, and 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 you're 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 also like, how did you get those clippers? Like, what what made you look at them and be like, yeah, I want the gold ones? Or or was it like, congratulations, you did five hundred cuts here, you get a gold plate, like you get a you know you get a like it's Call of Duty, well, <laughs> you, know, you get a gold right? gold plated trimmer. <laughs> But but it's like it's like if you have a dentist with gold teeth and you just go, oh buddy, get away. <laughs> but like, do you know what's crazy is that you're talking about all these qualifications. I don't think we need that here. I don't think that that, that that's an industry standard, especially not in uh, male like barbering haircutting. So like half of these like Folsom Prison Blues hairdressers are uh, hacks. To start with, that only know how to cut you that undercut. Uh, but then, so there you're like twenty dollar plus like barber experiences. But then yeah. the the other side of that. So what we have a lot of here are uh, independently run Turkish barbers mm. that, that do the f- the full like uh, Turkish shave with like a knife. And here's a, a little cautionary tale for anyone that thinks that that sounds like cool as fuck, because these guys um, have absolutely no formal training whatsoever. And I learned that um, the other day, an old friend of mine came to uh, Druid Towers about a week ago, and he he's been losing his hair for some time. So when he goes to a barber, it's to get that like fully no hairs on his head look uh, the michael stipe <laughs> and um he he went well yeah i went to the barbers the other day turkish barbers up the radleys which is five minutes from where i live right now 
the Turkish barbershop that opened up maybe two, three years ago. And he said, well, so it costs £12, so I guess that's like $15 American to get a haircut there. But they only charged me £8. And the reason was is that with the Turkish barber knife, they'd cut a chunk out of the back of his head. <gasps> oh, God. And uh, they they only gave him a £2 discount. Oh, boy. And he looked like a fucking bellend sat in front of me. Speaking <laughs> of All he was missing was, like, the slit in the top. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, fuck, like, such a crapshoot getting your hair cut. Because, like, hair is so um, intrinsically linked with identity mm-hmm. in so many ways that when you get a bad hair, like, haircut, you don't feel like yourself. And I guess the natural... Well, it just throws off your entire vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? And, uh, but, uh, and the natural talking point to keep it on subject, but also not talk about the industry as a whole, like as if we're like on Bloomberg, <laughs> uh, is like, I'm going to posit this to the room. Worst hair moment of your life. I'm going to start with Cal. What's the worst hair moment? No? Am I still here? Yeah, you're still there. Uh, I'm wondering if Cal's volume did a goofy thing. He said it might do it. No, no, we're good. Sorry. Somebody was Uh, was talking to me about dinner. uh, No, you're good. Oh. So I was I was I was I was trying to to listen and answer questions at the same time. Oh, I'm so no, sorry. I apologize. That was, that was, that was literally really the worst time. Literally the worst time in. Uh, so I'll go to Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, so I had really long hair, and I loved having long hair. I loved doing braids and stuff, but. We had to cut all of my hair off and give me like a Karen haircut. Okay. And I said, Look, mom, if we're doing it, I also want bangs. Now I have incredibly curly hair. And the bangs that she cut for me um were too short. So I had that like I've been in the 80s too long. Like, I I refuse to give up my 80s haircut, that curly poof of wispy bangs in the front. Except I had really thick hair. So I had these weird, like, curly bangs in the front of my head, and then a short bob that was just full-on, like, frizzy, poofy, curly mess in probably 10th grade. And I decided there was going to be no in-between. Either my hair was really long or it was really short. And as soon as I cut my hair really short again, I have never let my hair grow longer than like six to nine months at a time. Like it's always cut. I don't let it get long again. And that's the bobby pin being pulled from the hair grenade. I just like I'm super lazy with 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 my haircuts. Like I'll just like let it grow until it's irritating, and then I'm like, okay, it's been 
five months or four months or whatever. I should, get, I, should I guess yeah. I have to get a haircut at this point. That's like that's how I imagine Bill Murray does it. But I'm, I mean, I feel like Bill Murray would like just Bill Murray being Bill Murray. He probably gets like some weird ass like haircut style thing where instead of like using say clippers or scissors it's just somebody like running their hands like through his hair enough that it cuts it that made no sense but you know what I, you know what i mean like bill, bill murray yeah. just doesn't like strike me as like a regular haircut type person well exactly well the- hence what i said like well what you said right the bill murray approach Yes, mm. the the very outlandish and out there Bill Murray approach. That 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 like intersectionality of yourself and Bill Murray that I sure you uh, like I am absolutely sure you feel all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's there's nobody I connect more with than than <laughs> Bill Murray. <laughs> some would say I, I I guess some would use the term spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> So my haircut, my worst haircut was really visible in like a horrifically uh, embarrassing way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tried to uh, box dye my hair black as a young emo growing up in high school in about 2004 and five. Oh, no. And uh, the box dye, it was insanely cheap. And I didn't leave it on my head like for nearly long enough, and it went bright purple. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! And I went to school the next day, and my history teacher laughed at me and called me Schlopel de Purple. Uh, said that I looked like a bramble bush, <laughs> and then I got called uh, Schlopel de Purple for about a year and a half. Oh God. I just, I'm kind of impressed with the fact that, that Schlurple to purple is what they went with. You know what I mean? You would think you would, you would, you would think that an adult's ability to express themselves would come out in, in a, in a farm far more witty than Schlurple to purple. Well, I I, I was, I was about 14 and this was at school. I mean, uh, it it was terrible. They also called me like Vimto head. And uh, I realized that's super local to me. Vimto is a UK uh, diluting juice that is purple in color. Oh, and uh, they used to call me like the fart, the fart squadron because Vimto, um, the ad campaign at the time, was because they'd just brought out a carbonated counterpart to the drink. It, they used to say, uh, the ad campaign slogan was, it makes your bottom burp. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, wow. So, But I thought that was, like, too local, but then again, like, could I tell that story and not, like, give that context or say that? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... uh. I've never, I've box dyed my hair twice in my entire life. I've always wanted to dye my hair black and I've always been yelled at every time I bring it up because you have such beautiful, you know, red in your hair. It's going to destroy it. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) It's my hair. I'm a shit. Right. I I debated about dyeing mine blue one year. But like this was like Mm. when I was like, this was, but like this was like when I was like 12 gotta go fast and like at this point like i don't know that i could i really have the desire to dye my hair any color because i I, it's a very nice like dark brown 
Ah. Like it. Mm. <sighs> oh, just imagine that. Chestnut Hugh. We've talked about hair for so long, by the way. <laughs> we had if anyone is still tuning in, like I, I, I feel like. Like, I feel like we say this every episode at least once, but like, if you're still tuning in and you've heard this full conversation about hair, good then on you, fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, like we've got like one angry barber, <laughs> which, like, we, yeah, with, shaking he, he, their fist at the podcast. I'm never listening to this ever again. I yeah, his, his 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 turn up waxed mustache has like just drooped as soon as we started talking about this subject. I mean, I, we have talked about a lot of stranger things on this podcast. So like, <laughs> I'm not super worried. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the adventure. I didn't come in. I didn't come into this podcast thinking <laughs> like having uh, any, like, okay, crazy notions, you know what I mean? I, if we're going to okay, talk about hair for the next two and a half hours, that's fine with me. <laughs> uh, okay, but I didn't think I'd come on this podcast and we'd talk about anything worthwhile. Oh, come on now. I didn't mean it like that. You know what I mean. Well, you know, so this is where the, I, I the, wasn't, the I wasn't I wasn't coming in with, with expectations of anything. I was just going to see where the free flow went. My, my response to that really showcases the four time zone uh fucking drinking grace period is very different between us. Ah. So, uh, given that we have talked to great lengths about uh, hair, um, let's uh, change it up. Uh, let's move on to our uh, newest segment, but we've been absolutely loving. Okay. Uh, so um, th- uh, I've got to say this for like editing purposes only because Cal, we put seventies porno music on this segment <laughs> every time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I actually had. I actually threw in uh, some like B roll from like Ron Jeremy. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! It's like Professor. How can I get extra credit on my class? And he's like, "Well, the test is twenty percent oral and forty percent anal." And I'm like, oh, "Where's the rest God. of the percentage?" <laughs> I guess you'll have to watch to find out. The pizza boy, you've brought me my pizza. Oh, I forgot your pizza, but I have a large <laughs> sausage for you. Well, there's what a man that's seen a grainy porno. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah, those good old fashioned Skinamax days. Uh, Skinamax days. Is that a boob or an elbow? I don't know, but we're going for it anyway. The, the, the one of the, one of the. I don't know if any of you've watched it. You could probably find the the beginning intro on YouTube. But there's a a clip from an adult film uh, called Lemon Horrors. Oh yes, oh, I've yeah. seen yeah, it. Yeah. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like, so like good. actually, it is hilarious. It is so good. And it's yeah. it's for those of you who haven't seen it, it's literally on YouTube. You can watch the intro. It's, and it's it is, so it's good. A roller coaster. The, it is so good. The first time my ex-wife ever got high, we sat and watched that in the room in our apartment that we had hotboxed. Yeah. And we just laughed too goddamn hard. Yeah, it's hilarious. Has, yeah. have we, if you're high it, and if you're high and you watch that clip, you'll literally turn into Marlon Wayans. 
Has it has it been about about ten minutes since we last checked our lemon tree? Yeah. yeah I think it has been about ten minutes since we last checked our lemon tree. So I've got a bit of like an X-rated um, admission to make. Oh. So the best thing, like one time I was watching pornography. I know shock uh, to the system, but yeah, I, I thought I, this was a good old-fashioned Christian podcast. Uh, yeah, fuck. Uh, well, well, I, I'm sure they'll forgive me. Um, <laughs> well, um, and I, I masturbated to the pornography, <laughs> but I did not inhale. Um, I masturbated to the All pornography. Right, Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, I, you know, I came in my saxophone because I'm built in. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh, oh that, was so, that was such a good impression. I think he totally did Gazaka. Oh, Forget my about God. It. Um, and, uh, um, <laughs> it was probably the best affair he ever had, okay? Um, no, she, she, she won't tell you, but it was literally, literally the greatest experience of her life. Oh my god! Okay, can we proceed? No, oh, what with my masturbation story? <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know anymore. So, I, like, I, I jacked off to the super hot porno once, or oh, it seemed like really hot to me at the time. And uh, you know how like pornos have that um, that money shot the 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 dude uh, shoots his tadpoles on the lady's boobies. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it got to that bit, and like I couldn't believe I'd made it that far. To be honest, it felt like a complete fucking Elden Ring. <laughs> so it was a different yeah. ring. Um, but anyway, like a different you, you type play- of marathon playthrough. Yeah, it's like uh, binaural beats. Uh, this is a jack off tutorial with true knowledge. Uh, um. Sorry, that was the masturbation bit. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. He put he shot his tadpoles on the lady's boobies, and then she had a baby in her tummy. And then after that moment, uh, the strangest thing happened. It turned to how ha- it turned out that the I was watching just the scene, not the movie, because if you're watching the movie, you've probably got some kind of addiction to touching yourself. Um, we. We don't have VHSs anymore. Um, but anyway, the strange thing, he put his tadpoles on the lady's boobies. I love saying that statement. <laughs> I've noticed. Um, oh, and they're all swimming around. Um, and anyway, that's happened. And, uh, like I, uh, I'm in that like period of shame after what I've just done, but I've not like shut the shut the scene down. And then all of a sudden. The most gripping FBI-style shootout happened. It turned out the the bespoke mansion that they were having sex in, the kind that pornos love, uh, was actually a mob hideout. And uh, I had this wonderful, entertaining, uh, masturbatory, refractory period moment where I watched um, a full FBI takedown on the drug ring that was apparently happening that I didn't know about in that scene. And then a hollow feeling of sadness watching the girl that uh, had just received the tadpoles and I'd just like delivered my tadpoles to a piece of Kleenex uh, too. 
she was shot and killed, and I felt fucking horrible after that. <laughs> God. That's the second time she's been shot in this film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I, I, I felt so by two, bad by two, di- by two different guns. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like a young, a young starlet like that in the industry. She had a whole life ahead of her. God. I felt so bad, but it was also so great because, like, it was. Did the you most- feel bad because she got shot, or you felt bad just from the shame of what you'd witnessed? Well, I felt bad because she she died in the scene, and I was like, well, if I knew this was going to have this bent, I wouldn't have like been able to achieve full wood. I'm Just know, like, am I weird for banging one out to knowing that this girl got shot? Yeah, but I didn't know. I'd, okay, don't put that don't put that shit in. My, I just wanted to see the tadpoles <laughs> because I I love spelunking in like freshwater. God damn it. Uh, note, edit that out. note for you, Druid. <laughs> Cal only has about 50 ish minutes left. So. Oh, so you tell me to stop talking about jacking off? Uh, the, the, the... Just, just making you aware. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that we can make sure that we're directing questions the, the intelligent way. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm going to... All right, I'm just going to be quiet for a second and let Ginger, like, drive this thing. Because we have a lot of guest questions that were submitted for Cal, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, I have, like, ten. So I'm going to be trimming some down. I I feel so honored. (laughs) You should. So, uh, you have a submission for our dating advice segment, Druid. I do. Uh, I have a meme submission, is what it actually is. Right. I don't know what this is. <laughs> so. So which which is which is like I guess good. Right. Uh. I don't know if it's real or not. Well, I can do the meme submission, and I will let Cal do what he does. Uh. And we'll we'll yeah, see. Uh, well. Let- Cal, Cal, you shoot your tadpoles <laughs> What are your thoughts on British Columbians dating or friendly romancing the Albertans? This question comes from Fatal. It was anonymous. <laughs> okay. Anonymous. Albertans now are I'm, crazy. Now I'm I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> curious there's got to be a backstory to this <laughs> no there's there's there there's nothing i just i have a i have hot takes on uh on two group two two groups of people within canada and one of them is the albertans because the albertans again i'm a lot of nice people but like the overall arcing like stereotype for albertans is that it's alberta is basically arkansas north oh and so and and so like you're getting like one of the biggest industries in Alberta, for example, is either beef production or the oil sands. Mm. And so it's a lot of kind of like, you know, traditional, like country boy, like that type of type of thing. And a lot of their politics kind of reflect that. And so like, if anything like wild and crazy happens, you're just the, you'll be like, oh, where did that happen? They'll be like, Alberta. It's like, oh, figures, fucking Albertans. Yeah. So 
the the like dumb Ed in Ed, Ed and Eddie is actually short for Edmonton. <laughs> Emma Burton's. <laughs> okay, see, I had to ask because I was very curious as to what the fuck that question meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so so whoever this anonymous person is knows my hot takes about Albertans. Um, which which nine times out of ten is just in jest. I really don't have problems with the Albertans, but like that that's 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 what that is. So you'll be, you'll the, be glad the, to the, know we have no uh, uh, like Albertan listeners. That so the, the 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 serious answer is that there's nothing wrong with a British Columbian Dayton and Albertan. The the unserious answer is uh, hell hell no. Don't 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 associate with those people. <laughs> Yeah, so my idea of someone from British Columbia dating Alberton is that Nardwa is dating someone that like runs a Kiss podcast. I love Nardwa. That guy's like a musical hero of mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's like there's there's very interesting like there's there's a very interesting dynamic between um, Albertans and British Columbians because Albertans kind of tend to think that British Columbians are a little like full of themselves. Um, oh, you're from British Columbia. I think you're so great. It's like, no, we're just not Alberta. <laughs> okay. You know? And so it's like, for, for example, if like, if Trump was ever to take like a, like a, like a, was ever to make a Canada push, like Alberta would be the place to do it. I right. love that. I like Alberta. It's probably the best place in the world. Okay. The, the, I hate uh, it, again, but I love it. Again, judging judging by the 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 nickname Arkansas North, I feel like that kind of like tells yeah. you tells you all you need to know. Okay. Sweet home Alberta. That 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 said, Alberta is gorgeous. Like as as a province, it is it's a yeah. gorgeous province. Uh, just gonna say, in comparison to America, it's probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry, sorry, like literally everyone listening. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. So, all right, Druid, do you have uh Yeah, I've got it up, ready, ready to go. So here it is. Um, okay, strap yourselves in. <laughs> I don't know what to think about this. All right, okay. I've been seeing this girl for about a month, and she's just revealed that she has a fursona. I want to be supportive, but don't know anything about Sonic the Hedgehog. I always go fast, though. <laughs> if I want to start delving into the lifestyle, where do you all think I should start? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There you go. So that's that. There's, that, there's, uh, there's the bomb dropped for you. So, all right. So uh, assuming serious dating advice is warranted here. Um, I mean, it has been in the past, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, I guess the actual like, like honest to goodness, serious dating advice for that would be if that's something you're willing to try with and for your partner, then just a really healthy conversation will sort that out. You know, mm. because I, I feel like especially if you're getting into, um parts of your relationship that are very specific and one might refer to as kind of like kink focus, then I think having, uh, you know, establishing boundaries and what per- each person is comfortable with is really kind of a key thing. So 
you know, if your partner's really into it and you haven't really delved into that world, then have a conversation with them. Just be like, Hey, like, I'm kind of interested, like, you know, or maybe we could explore this and, and, and see how it goes and just, just go from that point. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out and, and, you know, buy a Sparky, the fire dog costume and, and, (laughs) you know, say like, Hey, I'm ready to try this. Like figure out what works for the both of you. Yeah. Don't, don't go full blown for you know twenty thousand dollar fursuit like just yeah pump the brakes ease into it have be, conversation uh, about uh, it depends if you're getting that good like well, true, true. <laughs> because because like the 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 thing is too like you know even if you try it and you discover that it's 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 not for you I would assume, or I, I would at least hope that that your your partner recognizes that that they've been like, okay, like I know that that you're not into this, but at least you've tried it. You've you've met me halfway. Mm. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah. and 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 so the wor- worst case scenario is you discover that it's not something you're into, and if the person you're with, you know, gets upset by that, then that would make me think that they don't respect your own personal boundaries. And then that may really lead into, to larger conversations about the health of your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I've got two points to make on that. The first is that what we learned, what we've learned from a, like maybe this is the third or fourth time we've run this segment is that what I, well, what I've learned from this is that, there are so many people out there that just need someone to say, you need to talk to your partner mm-hmm. first and foremost, because that is the answer that we give every time. I mean, yep. not, not, not to do your answer a disservice. It was great. Cal, it was exactly what needed to be said. So many people out there that are asking us for this dating advice are just so seemingly just waiting for someone to go, Oh, you need to just have a discussion by the way. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, second point that I've got on this is uh, if you're looking for inspiration for what your first owner could be, then my advice is try to look like whoever you main on Super Smash Brothers. Bruce. <laughs> I mean, Falco. Falco, <laughs> <laughs> punch. You imagine that, like that that fucking sweet sexual moment where you like just go Falcon punch. That's Falcon. not Falcon. That's uh, that, that's uh, Captain Falcon. Captain Fal- Falcon. <laughs> Falcon donkey punch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ah, oh my I, God. And, and I, I think the thing is like, it's funny to me to watch it, to, to read like dating advice on Reddit because the answer is always like break up with them. Oh my, my, I accidentally, my wife accidentally locked me out of my house. Break up with them. Your relationship's over. Right. Um, you, you know, but like, I think that's one of the big things that, and, and I stress this to a lot of people who like, you know, in my real life have like asked me for dating advice ad, advice and whatnot, where it's like, literally the, the answer that I'm always going to give you first is talk to your partner. I'm not in your relationship. I don't know the dynamics of your relationship. And like, don't get me wrong, especially if it's a serious conversation. Nobody wants to have serious conversations about, uh, uh, you know, uh, with with the part with with your partner, especially, you know, if you're worried that that the strength of the relationship is is on the line. But like at the end of the day, like so many things can can be solved by just talking to your partner. And sure, you know, maybe maybe you know, maybe things don't go, go so well and you spend the night sleeping on the couch, but like, you know what I mean? At least you made that step 
to have to to, to have the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if if you can't talk to each other, no amount of looking like an anime dog is going to help you. In fact, that's probably going to hinder things. Yeah, I mean, if if, if things are going to get rough. If you're unable to comfortably talk with someone, oh, oh, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Uh, right. If, Carry on. If, if, you're, Carry on. If, if you're unable to to effectively, or, or sorry, no, if, you're, if, if you feel that you're unable to comfortably talk to your partner about any aspect of your relationship, then I would honestly, that would raise more questions about the health of the relationship generally, mm-hmm. because you, you, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't, um, I, I anyway, don't think that you, you should feel worried or, or frightened to talk to your partner partner about something going on in your relationship and if you are again there's bigger issues right 100 mm, and if you're the person that is thinking that i can't move forward with someone that isn't into having a fursona as well then um maybe you should just start meeting people at conventions yeah Meeting people at regular conventions or furry conventions? No, no. Well, I guess furry conventions. I mean, regular conventions. Like, what, you like, fucking, like, start dating Josh Brolin? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But again, I I guess the other thing that, I I guess the other thing to add to this, too, is because in part my answer was, you know, talk to your partner and, and, and implying, you know, kind of, um, let your partner introduce you and and I don't want to make it sound like a like a, a, a give in to your partner because obviously you know you want you you want to be accepting and 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 try things that the that each other is into but at the same time you also have to think of yourself too if it's not something that you're comfortable with mm. and it's not something that and it's not a road that you really want to go down mm. don't force yourself down that road for the sake of the other person i would say because then you're uncomfortable and it's it's it, yeah. again when it comes to to relationships and like sexual kinks and stuff like that i don't think you really want to go into that being uncomfortable because you would hate for that to to reciprocate to the other pe- person and have the other person be like, oh my god, they're uncomfortable. Oh my god, what if they think I'm weird? What if whatever? You know Ooh. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, fi- it's finding that 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 middle ground of of finding a, a, a safe and healthy way to indulge in your 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 partner's kinks, but also realizing that you have boundaries of your own mm-hmm. and to respect your own boundaries as well as that of your 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 partner. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so proud of you for taking someone that said I'll go go fast so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Cal is great at. Uh, in case you Hi. didn't know, uh, this is but, a judgment free zone. Uh, facts. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that sounds so like I'm judging you. No. <laughs> I, I, well, it's, it's, it's part of it too. Is like when I was in uni, I took a history course called the history of uh, sexuality Ooh. and it, it, it basically devol- or, uh, you know, you, you know, uh, um, talks about all of this stuff, you know, stuff and just, just how humans have dealt with sexuality throughout history and, and, you know, things like, uh, uh, kinks and fetishes and all of that stuff. And it was not that I wasn't necessarily like, you know, 
open to the idea before a lot of it obviously is not my own bag but like i i just i i i I just kind of you know go into the thing of like if 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 you're doing it in a safe and healthy way and both parties are happy and consenting and comfortable then live your truth like you know right there's everybody's got their own thing going and who am i to say what is you know what what is the 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 be all and end all and if you've got a level of intimacy where you can like literally put part of your body into someone else uh you should be able to have a like a little conversation Mm -hmm. just along the way uh because it's going to be more fun if you express everything that you need out of that situation rather than hiding it yeah yeah. yeah, and 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 again, the 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 main summary and takeaway from this is 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 just talk to your partner. Every every everything can be solved and explored yeah. with with proper communication. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like we're just ringing a ringing a, a bell, but honestly, people just talk to your fucking partners. Goddamn. Really, really poor choice of words. Well, <laughs> listen. I never said that I I picked the right words. As anybody who listens to this podcast absolutely fucking knows. Uh, Welcome to Lexical Choice Corner. (laughs) So I guess we'll transition into the last segment here. And this one always goes off the rails. But uh, we're going to get into two guest questions. Light it up. I'm I'm here to provide the answers. So we have to ask the first question is always always from one of our patrons. Oh. And we ask this of everybody, and it's from Red the Abnormal. What is your mundane superpower? If you could have any mundane superpower, what would it be? A mundane superpower, eh? Yes. Yes. Uh, and my mundane superpower, if I could have any, uh, would be the ability to not misspell words. Okay. Does that count? I absolutely yeah, yeah, that fucking yeah, counts. I I I spend so much time like reading through like things that I've typed, and just it's just like oh boy, <laughs> you know. And it's not even it's not even because like I don't know how to spell or anything. It's just sometimes you're typing so fast that you just like misspell or misorder or order words. And if I could have a superpower that would eliminate me needing to proofread everything I write, mm-hmm. be real nice. Yeah, I I can I can definitely dig that uh, a lot. <laughs> I I kind of want that as my <laughs> my mundane superpower. Not any of the yeah. nice froofy shit I picked. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm starting to like everyone's answers to this question really out me as being an absolute fucking weirdo. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> degeneracy is is kind of what we know. It's fine. <laughs> so, well, nifty. I like that, Cal. Uh, to to fill you in, um, one of my mundane superpowers that I said that I would I would like to have is to be able to look at someone. And instantly know if communication was something that was not desired or if it was fine. That'd like, be a good one too. Yep. That that was that was one of mine. And Druid has picked some various ones over time uh, that range from outlandish to mm, pretty great. 
I'll let him decide and if we'll he wants leave to share. It, we'll, la- we'll leave it there. <laughs> moving, moving right along. Um, mm. So uh, on our Patreon, we have a, a tier that allows people to submit guest questions and they get priority. Um, and uh, one of them uh, is... <laughs> from the wonderful lava monster um okay. would you rather fight two spider monkeys with nunchucks that drank two bangs a piece uh one time or fight a goose every time you get out of a vehicle and i mean every time oh i i would i would i would take the monkeys in a heartbeat the last thing i want to <laughs> yeah. be doing is is fighting oh my a cobra God. chicken right <laughs> Yeah, I had a, right? I had an alter I had an altercation with a goose maybe ten years ago and I have never forgot it. Yeah. So the 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 Canadian geese up here too are absolute like terrors. Oh, they're assholes. They chase at you. They bite at you. They 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 honk at you. Damn cobra chickens. <laughs> don't don't we trade them off? Don't we get them at different times of the year? But, so uh, I possibly. think we have we have Canadian geese at certain times of the year, and then they migrate back to you guys. And they are fucking. They are, you know, geese at the best of times are like, uh, the mouthpieces of Satan. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yep. But those webbed feet treading on my shores fill me with dread every time. Yeah, honestly, honestly, you could bump it up to five monkeys armed with machetes, and I'm still probably going <laughs> to say the, the the goose. Mm, yeah, I'll take the spider monkeys. Like, yeah, uh, I don't care. <laughs> like, the fact that they've drank means that they probably like can't really do anything. Yeah, because yeah. I imagine they're like you know, it's your first like spider monkeys have all the alcoholic faculty of someone on their first like frat party. I'd imagine. And they, what are they going to do? Tear your windscreen wipers off. <laughs> right. Or do they produce their own webs? I don't know. Spider monkeys. Mm. No, they're, think, I would hope not. Because holy fuck, that would be terrifying. <laughs> well, well, the natural world itself terrifying. So if I could just like get a DoorDash instead of like... You know, a subway sandwich, that'd be great. <laughs> so I think we're all kind of pretty unanimous on that. Lava, thank you for that question. Lava always comes in with those weird off-the-wall questions, and I love it. Um, one of our other patrons has submitted, uh, has submitted a few questions. Uh, and I'm going to ask the one that might require an explanation. Sure. Uh, Ayo, Cal, you shit with that ass? <laughs> you know it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so for the, last, the listeners, last I, last I checked, I didn't have a bag attached to me. <laughs> so for the listeners of the podcast yeah. who don't good, know good me, old, good, good old colostomy cow. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 listeners who haven't been in my my Twitch chat before, um. I was talking to ADHD Toaster one day, and he said, I just heard the best pickup line ever. It was asked to one of the partner streamers that he watches. And it was, 
Hey, yo, girl, you shit with that? It ass? was. It was. It was literally. This is the best pickup line ever. And it was, do you shit with that ass? <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, like, I want to know what was what what was like the desired response. I mean, like, it's a yes or no question. That, like, you, are you hoping to like hear no? Well, it's it's one of those things where it's like, wait a minute, it wait wait, what did you just ask me? And it it prompts conversation unless you're one of those people that just fucking rolls with it. I'm yeah, one of those well, and I, I think it's one of those things too where they're just they're they're just hoping where it's like, ooh, like that's creative and different. And this person's like really weird, and I'm kind of into it. Right. Oh my god. And and then he's like, I know, I'm so deep. <laughs> oh. I'm so complex. It's really hard. Oh. Uh, deep like that ass. Oh, do you shut with that ass? So <laughs> also, uh, have you ever heard of Nirvana? I bet you haven't. You just bought the T-shirt from Target. <laughs> oh my god well because it's now it's like we're playing dead by daylight and yeah. one of us is hanging on the hook and we run up to the hook to do the rescue and it's like we've been fucking around like what's your favorite horror movie and i'm like let me tickle your pits and then someone runs up and goes hey yo girl you shit with that ass <laughs> and it's just it just throws you off so much yeah, yeah. but it's so good uh you ever defrag that hack dude people in my life don't don't seem to think that's a great pickup line i think it's there's there's a brilliance to it that only works on the internet <laughs> mm. so yeah dang advice corner part two Deci- decipher the sphincter <laughs> <laughs> but a, a real question from toaster mm-hmm. is what is your favorite meal what is my favorite meal sushi sushi across the board i across the board i will shove so much of it into my face okay yeah um yeah any 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 uh, assuming meal is like individual item like it's Mm. it's sushi every time Mm. vegetarian with the fish it does it doesn't matter i just i want all of it in and around my mouth i i can respect that Druid, what about you? Uh, pussy. Nailed it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I will be sure to make sure that Mrs. Knowledge hears this episode uh, when uh, I come to visit. Oh, she, oh, oh, she knows. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't care vegetarian or fish. I uh, don't care. Um... <laughs> just was the obvious I know yeah, it's it. uh, well I guess I'll leave it there a thin slice <laughs> of melon on a piece yeah, of thin, toast yeah, yeah, that's it oh well that's that, no 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 I'm, just a thin slice of me- melon in the morning to remind myself that life's hard that's what I do every day like Cal doesn't have that context in place, but uh, no. we asked a food question before about breakfast. Uh, mm. I think it was a question. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. It was a statement for me. Like you know, it all blurs into one. This whole podcast game after a while, right? Uh, but I do enjoy every morning when I get up. The first thing I do, I rise from my bed and instantly to uh, dispel any podcast fatigue I've had from the night before. I rise like Dracula. And I have a thin slice of melon to remind myself that times can be hard for some people. 
<laughs> and that's like my daily routine. And you know, it, it seems like a joke. Yeah. But it's lit, like literally true. And it, you know, uh, I'd like to think it's for like it's not for the altruistic like you know reasoning of like oh life's hard for so many people. I literally I start my day with a thin slice of melon. Mm -hmm. uh, as if I live in like some kind of like Soviet dystopian hellscape. Yeah, and 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 see the the giggle factor for me is that I just feel like in, instead of saying like oh I have a slice of melon, like I I I for some reason find great joy over the descriptor of a very thin slice of melon. Like I, like I feel I feel <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah, a yeah. very specific item. <laughs> Right. It's 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 you know it's it, it, it's done with care and love and like uh, my life skills aren't as such that a thin slice of melon's the easiest thing to achieve. Yeah, literally every time, even though I do it every day. But uh, I feel that great sense of like pride in seeing like the tip of the melon is like you know the the top of the triangle. So to yeah, speak, yeah, 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 uh, is like almost translucent with how thin it is. Just a just a way for a, 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 a waff out of the melon. <laughs> Sifu play, and then it's it's just that waff of thin mint. Cantaloupe, watermelon. I don't mind my friend, I'm a friend. And that's it. Yeah, sorry, I've really added myself as being a huge fucking dickhead. <laughs> In the last like two minutes, which is really depressing. Thin slice ah, of melon. You, you you good. My thin slice of melon tomorrow is my penance. Hell yeah. Yeah, cantaloupe, watermelon, honeydew. It don't matter as long as the end. As as long as the tip of the melon is touching uh, a kind of existential or non-existent plane, I don't care. Mm -mm. Yeah. Ginger, favorite meal? Uh, it is 100% going to be a New York strip steak with macaroni and cheese, uh, a bread roll of some kind, and sautéed green beans. Ooh. With, like, Tasty. I sauté my green beans in, like, an Italian dressing with a few other seasonings to spice it up, and then I top it with Parmesan cheese. Ooh. Ooh and... Nice. Uh, that's how my dad used to make asparagus and I wouldn't, I didn't like asparagus, but I loved green beans. So he would like, we would make the asparagus and the green beans in the same pan the same way. And it's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. It sounds really tasty actually. Mm. And, uh, I like my steaks like seared on every side and that's about it. <laughs> like I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, I, I like my steaks bloodier than most people do, but god damn, it's so good. So yeah. As a as a vegetarian, I really recommend a thin slice of melon. <laughs> I can't have it though. Uh, and our one uh, German listener is going like, "Why you're not like asparagus?" <laughs> <laughs> I cannot have melon, which is really big sad. R.I.P. I know. Uh, rip my son oh, on. Big sad. That is breakfast fucked when you like come over. I know. In a, in a huge way. Uh, a, thi a thin slice of lemon for ginger snaps. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. 
Um, so I will do, well, let's try to get, uh, let, let's, I'm going to throw a quick one at you. Okay. Speed the, round. The wonderful <laughs> Delilah Rose asks, what's your favorite single topping for pizza? Uh, pepperoni. I just feel like it's super versatile. Facts. Yeah. I mean, assuming that you don't count cheese as a topping, because then obviously I'm going to say cheese, but like well, it's yeah. pepperoni. It, it's not pizza if there's not cheese of some kind. Mm. This is true. Druid. Um, I was going to make like a joke about a single woman, but then uh, my tadpoles went inside my body thinking about how cringy that is. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Um, I'm the wrong guy to ask, and I'll tell you why. Because I like a cheese. I think uh, if you heard the episode where we talked about pizza for a long time, I think uh, you can rate a good pizza based on the fact if it, if it's good with just the cheese. Mm. Um, this, is, this is true. Yeah. So, like, if I'm trying like a new pizza spot, like irrespective of what my preference might be for toppings, uh, I always try the cheese just to see if it's going to be like worthwhile me looking any further into it. I realize I sound like I run some kind of like YouTube channel. Like <laughs> when I say that, I don't know. Like, I'm going to be really disappointed in this question because I'm also a vegetarian, as oh, everyone yeah. knows. So I go for like mushrooms on pizza, which also, is also a good topping. If I if Ooh. I had to go for if I had to go for a like if someone's like okay you need to choose a, a, a say we split it so a single veggie topping, single meat meat topping. Let's say it would it would be pepperoni is like the the main overshadow, but I I think mushrooms is a phenomenal choice for 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 a vegetarian yeah. pizza. Here's here's a wild card response. That you that uh, I know Italians like absolutely fucking hate this, but this is apparently like an also an Italian thing. I, I don't know where it sits on the spectrum because it's a bit unusual. But there's a pizza spot by me that's just opened uh, called Pizza Triangle. Thanks to our new sponsors, Pizza Triangle, <laughs> um, uh, and it's like legitimately like a very traditional pizza spot, and we don't get a lot of that like you do in other parts of the world. We get shit pizza. Um, and I worked in Italy for a long time. I've been to Naples, the home of the pizza. I worked in Sicily for a good chunk of time, so I'm like bit of a like pizza snob. But this place, Pizza Triangle, is just opened up. They do something. It's a Neapolitan. Uh, Broccoli stalks, and it's called uh, like broccoli rabe or broccoli rabe. Mm, I don't know how to pronounce rabe. it. And that shit is mm. fucking so good on the pizza. It, really, that's my number two. I can see that. Uh, number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you, it all goes the same way in the end. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so. I, broccoli is really good on pizza. I didn't think I would like broccoli in so many ways as I do now. Like I, broccoli is by far my favorite vegetable, and I eat a fuckload of broccoli. So I, yeah. If I had to pick a veg, it that's, would be broccoli. That's so. Uh, I feel the personal growth in that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I lost my other favorite vegetable, so. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotta yeah. do what I gotta, man. So I think we got time for one more. 
And then I will have actually hit a guest question from everyone who submitted. Uh, this one is a bit of a story story question. Uh, okay. A briefcase, a briefcase full of money mysteriously appears in your residence one evening. One million dollars to spend in one day or you lose all of it and must pay out of pocket if you don't use every cent. Do you take the deal? And if you do, how do you spend the money in one day? What the the one thing that I would ask about this question is what when they say spend do you mean do you think do you think it's meant by any money that goes out from that total is considered spent? I is he that or, is, or is, it, um, or is it like I need to physically buy something with it? I'm let to to make it harder. Let's go physically buy something because that is the harder. Yeah. So 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 obviously I'll I'll give both the if it was literally just money going out, yes, I would take that deal because it would be like paying off student loans and like investing. You know right. what I mean? Like 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 get myself set up so hopefully I'd never have to, you know, or or work to a lesser degree. We're talking like real estate, we're talking stock like all of that jazz. Wait, do you um, hear that do you hear that sound? Wait, do you hear that? Is the sound of a responsible adult? No, it's the sound of the Ethereum stock absolutely blowing up. <laughs> um, <laughs> the so so when I when I take the deal, I yeah yes, I feel like I feel like I I I would and then just go absolutely wild, like I like I I yeah. I feel that if you got crazy. Like we're we're t- we're talking like I buy I buy a new computer I buy trips I buy like I you know what I mean like just really go for it I, yeah. I you know I I don't know what like specific items but like I feel like if if you really put your mind to it you could probably spend a million dollars I'd get a an Uber ride from Edmonton Alberta. To Vancouver, British Columbia. Very, very, very. You would see a lot of really nice geography, so that mm. would. But, but the thing is, I don't know that it would cover out a million dollars. Here's, here's the other, here's the other side question with this. When it says that the so a million dollars to spend in one day, or you lose it and must pay out of pocket if you don't um, right. use right, every right. cent. So does that mean that if you give me a million dollars, right? And say I I am left at the end of the day with five hundred thousand dollars. Does that then mean that all I would owe is five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars? In which case, I just return the money. No, so they it, I read it as they take the remainder, and you have to fill that back. Like you have to replenish that total uh, back up to a million. Gotcha. So if you spend five hundred thousand and you like don't if you only spend 500,000 you owe 500,000. Well, okay, I am I'm I'm going to I'm going to rephrase my answer now that I've thought about this for a little bit because like I f- I feel like a pretty standard thing answer might be you know, yeah, I could I could, you know, spend a million dollars and and you know, I'd take the money and 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 it's true. I feel like I f- I feel like I could spend the million dollars. But in thinking about it, I don't know that I would be able to spend a million dollars in one day. I you know what look, I mean? You know what just, I mean? Just look at my DoorDash receipts. I was going to say, 
I definitely could. Like you could actually nail out a million dollars in a single think, day. Yeah, because I can do 300000 of it on a basic trip to Vegas for myself if I like do the private yeah, jet and I do. So I could do it. I would first pay off all of my debts by all of the shit that I want. And yeah. then I'm planning a trip somewhere stupid expensive and I am going top bar high roller on everything. Yeah, that's that's Ooh. super fair. Yeah, Ginger's is doing cocaine like nonstop. Uh, apparently, the top tier escorts. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 I could see that. Yeah, I could, I could, sp- I, I, I'm going to amend it for a third time. Yeah, I could spend a million in twenty four hours. <laughs> I Do would you, take it. I, I, I would, uh, I would use the money to get uh, Chris Isaac to play the song "Wicked Game" for <laughs> the first dance at my hypothetical wedding to Mrs. Knowledge. <laughs> well, who's I should maybe call her Miss Knowledge, being that we're not married. Miss. Mm. But, um, yeah, I would get Chris, you know that song, Wicked Game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would get Chris Isaac. That would be the first dance, and then I would, like, horrifically make out with her in front of her parents and be excommunicated. <laughs> I-, I want to fall in love. This is the wicked game. I'll be like, Chris, keep going. So I'm just getting started. I have a guest question. Oh. For for you for you guys. Oh. Seeing as seeing as I am your guest. <laughs> I feel like I, I need to cue the music for a podcast first. Right? Flipping the tables. You are on a playground. Mm-hmm. And you are fighting. Five fourth graders. No, <laughs> nah, we'll drop it a little bit. You're fight. You're fighting five second graders. Okay. Okay. Come in a wave format. You have to fight them until they either uh, until they're incapacitated in whatever f- form that takes. Okay. Every fifth round, you have to fight a ninth grader. How many rounds do you make it through? Okay. I, and we're talking thirty-year-old uh, ginger and twenty-nine-year-old druid, or are we talking like? Yes. No, you were talking. You as you. Oh fuck! Getting 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 attacked by five second graders, <laughs> and every five so, waves of second graders, you have to fight a ninth grader. How many rounds right. would you be able to go before you are? incapacitated and unable to fight all right first i already did this in uh the fucking ps1 south park game (laughs) (laughs) second um i mean like come on seriously uh (laughs) let's be honest here um it would be i would go in it with like serious gusto so it'd be like the crazy 88 from Mm. kill bill like straight up yeah. So I'm like Uma Thurman in that shit. And then it then it's like the end of Scarface, maybe like around seven, I'll get shot in the back, like like the end of Scarface. Gotcha. But I've been like killing those fuckers like crazy AI style the whole time. <laughs> I've got like a katana, I've got the uh 
I've got the motorcycle suit, the yellow, the the classic yellow on, and I'm just like fucking really going to town, and it's because I'm in teaching. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just you got to show them who's who's who's. Mm, yeah, yeah. They're getting taken down. They, there's a few swirlies, man. It'd be like that Crash Bandicoot level where you're on like a surfboard. <laughs> oh, so many great crash levels. I yeah. Ginger, how many how many rounds are you going? I mean, I would treat it like a boxing, like like boxing strategy. Mm-hmm. Let them get their body shots, uh, which would really just be like my knees and my thighs. Yeah, um, and. You know, just let them wear themselves out so that I could get to the real fight, which is the the ninth grader. Yeah. Who I just destroy and then basically just sit back against the ropes and let the second graders go with popping the occasional one, you know? Yeah. God, listen to this. Like, this is like a borderline. Um, like, this is horrific, by the way, what we're L- listen. both saying. The, so the, I'm the like, imagine you're like, I'm, I, I'm taking like a boxing approach to this. Listen. And it's like, you, I'm just imagining Mick from, like, Rocky in the corner. You go, you got eat lightning and crap thunder. I'm just trying to think of, like, where, like, like my tactic would be, like, you find somewhere on the playground where they can just funnel to you. Uh-huh. Like, one like one way in, and you just bam, 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 right. bam. You know, another another second grader comes through. Bam, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you- in all reality, I would just not because the second graders but in a hypothetical what? situation where i'm not gonna get like sent to prison so the long dick of the law is like fucking you into submission for not doing this i mean right, first of all if so i you, wouldn't you, go to prison yeah like yeah I'll, I'll hit a bunch i'll hit up a bunch of kids okay. like in real life i'll just challenge them to ddr <laughs> oh my god you know and then there's like some like shibuya tokyo pop song and they're like ah yashuro my man and i'm like oh, really fucking like oh the neon genesis evangelion theme like a bit of like you know and i'm like really fucking i'm taking them out left right center with my fucking sweet moves watching people who are really really good at ddr because you watch them play and you're just like bro are your feet even touching the ground like dude there's a video <laughs> of moist critical on someone else's stream and they're playing ddr on expert plus plus like these fast fucking songs and you can't even process what their feet are doing and they're just death gripping that bar behind them and i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah oh yeah it's wild mm-hmm. and the ones who play two pads at the same time that oh, was wild to me too fuck those guys yeah what's man. it uh you remember tekken three with eddie yeah you've you've got that vibe with the legs going everywhere mm-hmm. like, yeah okay. that was that oh. was i actually felt like such a douchebag in that game because eddie was my go-to character because <laughs> you just kept spamming out sal- satellite moon and you just juggled a person for the entire match it's like oh you thought you were touching the ground get out of here Right. Christy, then you Christy know, was the same way in, in what, Tekken 4. She had the but, same. Yeah, yeah, Tekken, yeah, exactly. But you, you've just added yourself as not being casual at all when you said Satellite Moon. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I know it's Satellite Moon is because it's the only move that I would use. Like, actually, though. 
So I used to be able to do or like I, I was quite a big Tekken player for like the longest time and uh I used to be able to like I felt like Nightcrawler in the opening scene of X Men two every time I used Yoshimitsu. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I uh, played those games as a button masher. Hell yeah, best so, way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Satellite moon. Well, because then you do like really cool moves and you just surprise yourself. Like you're like, wow, I didn't think that just slamming my forehead on the controller would do that, but it did. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> what does this button do? Well, oh shit, that was a cool move. Well, Cal, dude. Thank you so much. And I know that this is a different podcast experience than you, than, than you know, like your side of, of, of podcasting. But I hope you I've, had a great time. I've enjoyed this. This has been a, 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 a hell of an adventure. Uh, yeah. And, and at the end of the day, that's what I'm really looking for. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's just and it, 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 it was just so good to uh, put a voice. Uh, well, well, to be able to give you my voice rather than just fucking quite honestly being uh like a piece of turd on your streaming like shoe for once so it was nice i wouldn't use that analogy well i didn't want to say like gold on a turd stream but um that's fair no well no 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 uh cal you know we don't i don't know many guests that come on and it is so, it's just so great to uh, actually speak to you and get to know you a bit more. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was a blast. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. We'll, uh, we'll have to find a game that we can play together more because it seems like Hunt is in a state of disarray. Uh, yeah, where Hunt and I are talking right now. Maybe eventually, <laughs> but like we're not talking right now. It's, it's fine. It's, it's a break. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm usually I'm I'm usually pretty accessible for most things, so just hit me up and yeah. I'm down to I'm down to do whatever. Hell yeah! Well, cool. Um, well, Cal, thank you for being uh, being on the podcast. Uh, this is a moment for you to promo anything that you would like to promo. Yeah, so I guess the the big thing is uh, catch me on the uh, on the stand for. Uh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I will be there um, giving my expert testimony as to what an absolute. Oh my God. Ter- shit show of a job. Amber's lawyers are doing. No, um, oh, I, uh, so- I had a better joke there and then I lost it halfway through. Anyway, that's right. um, still. <laughs> what I'm, is the, what is the deal with Cal Gore? <laughs> there. Um is. yeah, I mean I I I don't have a hell of a lot to plug. I I dream uh twitch.tv forward slash Calgore. Um Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um so if you want to come hang out, say hi. I've been starting at between seven thirty and eight Pacific time. Um I also have the Hands Across the World podcast, which is going to be getting a relaunch soon with me and my buddy dog. Um, just search that up on Spotify. It's on all platforms. I don't have a specific link off the top Cry. of my head, but yeah, just crossover search episode. Uh, crossover yeah. episode. When? Ooh, ooh, uh, ooh. It, absolutely. The, the multiverse of podcasts. <laughs> we 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 can we we can we can get something going for sure. Like I said, we're we're currently figuring out how we want to rework our format, so we'll uh, we'll be relaunching again soon. But if you want to listen to 
older episodes uh, where we talk about gaming and news and streaming and stuff like that. Hands across the world podcast, search it up. Um, other than that, various socials. I think I'm Calgore TTV on just about everything. Yeah. So I think that's it. I think that's all the plugs I have. Well, wonderful. Cal, thank you so much. Druid, thank you. Uh, and and by the way, I have noted your hesitancy to say that at the end of every episode. No. Uh, and uh, um, Druid. It's, it's the determination <laughs> of do I plug the link tree or say thank you to you first because I'm really bad at that. Um, but no, Druid, thank you, Cal. It has been thank wonderful you. to our patrons, uh, Red, Lava, Toaster, and Scott. Thank you guys for your continued support.